Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash radio, and you can get access to over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. I figured I'd also kind of bring up the fact that uh, so Monster Cereal also now has uh, a f- its own Fruit by the Foot, Brandon, which is weird because isn't Fruit by the Foot like, isn't that Betty Crocker? What is Fruit by the Foot like? No, no, no. It's not Betty Crocker, but like they have, I'll have to look this up. Why, why am I, why am I racking my gorgeous brain? Over who distributes like monster cereal and, and gummy fruit by the foot knockoff? Um, it's is... not like Betty Crocker, is it? <clears throat> is it Betty Crocker? Well, maybe monster monster cereal is General Mills, is it not? Oh, uh, right, yeah, that sounds right. But General Mills is uh, I I still want to believe it's owned by Kraft, and I believe Kraft also owns fucking Betty Crocker. So, I mean. We'll figure that out. Uh, I want to say, fuck, man. Gummy spiders. This is new. This is very, very new. Um, What? I've been eating those forever. No, no, no. Monster Seal brand gummy spiders. Okay, that is new. Gummy spiders are still new to me. I know about gummy octopuses, but never gummy spider. Gummy tarantulas. That's definitely a Canadian. I bet you it's just fucking gummy octopuses with a different name. <laughs> no, no, no. These are actually like textured with like, you know, you, you can tell that they've got hairy ass legs and they're spiders. Huh. Huh. That's gross. It's... Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, dude, they're roll-ups, they're fruit roll-ups, and it is Betty Crocker. Oh, what? Bam, bam, bam. Ain't I right? Uh, oh, mm. ew, gross. And they have mm. Count Chocula treats that are like granola. Yeah, it's... You you were uh, right this time, unlike the gift thing. Hey man, that's yeah, still see, all right. I told hold on. <laughs> so no, no no, we talked about this. The creator pronounces it GIF. How are you gonna knock that, dude? Are you saying he's a nerd. bigger but than him? It, it well no because it, a GIF is just a abbreviation or like an acronym of the three words. So the first word starts with a G, so it would have a G sound. I, I just don't understand why you would make it anything else. It just doesn't make sense. All right. So repeat after me. My name uh-huh. is George. My name is George. All right. My, My name, name is not George. George. What are you talking about? My so, name's not George. It's not. It's not Gord. God damn you. It's I won't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you. I. You know what? We'll, we'll, we'll have to put it up for a vote. Everybody I've, fucking. I've always, I've always known it as a GIF, like for as long as I've been around. I've always to known me, it, it as it's, GIF, though. Everyone said GIF. I've, I've seen it as GIF. Assumed it was GIF. It's all GIF. Fuck you. you guys to be honest with you, though, I had, I had someone say Bethesda wrong the other day at work, and it just flipped my whole world around that someone could actually say Bethesda wrong. Like I, I can't even like pronounce how he actually said. It. I was like, Wait, oh, dude, what? no, that's a common thing. Over yeah. here. everybody says Bethesda. 
Everybody Bezda? around here called Bezda, and like they're like, no, <laughs> his, his thing was like he said it like, but but I don't know how he said it. it's like Bethesda. I think he said Bethesda or said something like maybe even like worse than that. And I was like, wait, what did you just say? It, yeah, like, I I, just, I I can't comprehend that people would say that wrong. Like I I man, I don't understand that. Well, Abysoft. Well, we got Abysoft and we got Cape Cam or Cape Cam. Oh, you know oh, what really gets under my. What what really gets under my eardrums when people say Hatsune Miku? Hatsune, Hatsune Miku? Mm. They don't say Hatsune? Mm. No, they don't. Mm. Mm. Uh, like, get learned weeaboo trash. Come on. Hey, back back when I was a game store monkey. Oh, dude, you have no idea how many times I heard. Oh, like, yeah. Eleanor. I love Eleanor. That's a, that's the best one I've heard. Y'all wait. got that Eleanor? Like, what do we have? Eleanor? You mean L.A. Noir? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we got. Bro, that. No. I think I think this one tops Eleanor. it. You, you guys got Hollow too. Hollow, excuse me. Mm. Hollow. No, no, no. Hollow Man. I, I have Kevin to... Bacon. That's Hollywood video. Oh man. I've got <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate. <laughs> I do. I've got the ultimate. Huh? Are you ready? Yeah, I, I'm looking for just cause. Just cause. <laughs> <laughs> just cause. C C U Z. Just cause. Dog. Game of the year, right just, there. Just cause three, just um, cause. I think just it's cause. Why'd you give it? Why'd you give it the award? Ah, just cause. Just cause. Just cause. Oh, dude. Oh man, that's what it should be called. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. It'd definitely be called that. <laughs> oh, oh my car. Oh, uh, that's that's swell. Mm-hmm. Ah man. Well, this is Press Pause Radio episode ninety eight. And we're gonna be uh, our future topic for this edition of the show is we're gonna we're gonna touch upon our most anticipated games of 2016. We're changing it up, and well, we're also lightening the load on Golden Zonkeys. But hey, 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 you want this? This is something that you want, and we're gonna pre-zonkeys. give pre Zonkeys. Yeah, pre- it's not pre Zonkeys. Don't pre Zonkeys. It's it's still fucking boggling my mind that it's November. Like, is is Black Friday next week? Oh God! Don't say that, please. Uh, please. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't want to live in this world. It's uh, not just Friday anymore. That's the worst part. Yeah, it's all it week really is now. It's just Thursday. I think... It started today. There's a lot of places that started their sales like today, like as of this uh, recording, a week a week before the holiday. Uh, Friday, yeah. Friday, Friday. No. Hey, you know what's wrong with that? It kind of spaces out. Kind of, I don't know. I mean, it does, but people still show up on those days like idiots. I mean, no offense to anyone that goes out in shops. I, I work retail, so I don't like any of them. But mm-hmm. hey, to each their own. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be mad about people doing what they want to do, but it sucks for people in retail. But, you know, hopefully, hopefully the holidays will be over soon. Uh, what a what a dour note to begin the show. It I really is. It. it really is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I know there's a lot of great games that just came out, but... It just it makes me sad just a little bit, but hey, you know. Let's talk about those great games. Yeah, oh, I would love sadness. to actually. Let's do that. Get down to the sadness. Get mm-hmm. down, get down, get down with the, the new dis- <laughs> the, the, the new disturbed song hitting the airwaves. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, just like, what's the name of the song where generally it it involves like a a large assortment of both musicians and celebrities, and we are the world. Yeah, yeah it could yeah. be like the new metal. We are the world. 
with collaborations from like Soulfly and Thirty Six Grades, those are bands that are not even a thing anymore. They're not. No, I. For a minute there, I thought you were gonna start talking about like, I don't know, Velvet Revolver and <laughs> trying to smell their really bad bands. You know, Lincoln Park will be a part of it. Lincoln oh, Park's or, or Black Veil Brides. No, no thanks. Gross. I'm good. Yeah, that's cool, dude. Lincoln, no man. Lincoln Park's busy, kind of doing their own like. I don't know. Wait, fucking. They just got done playing. uh, They just played BlizzCon. They were like the performing, the performers, like for like the last, like the last event for BlizzCon. You know, I remember in years past, BlizzCon had like Ozzy Osbourne and Foo Fighters. Uh, I'm sure there's a WWE pay per view that's missing them somewhere. (laughs) Uh, It's coming up this Sunday, man. Survivor Series. I bet they're going to be there. I hope they're one of the entrants. (laughs) They'll, 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 They'll do a song for The Undertaker. It'll be really nice. Looking forward oh. to that. And much like The Undertaker, they're way they're both way past their prime. And, and oh yes. Snap. So anyway, let's get on with the show. Sure. So, on this uh, episode, uh, Press Pause Radio 98, we've got a lot of specials upcoming, but we're going to hit our 100th, like, official 100th soon. How do you guys, how do you guys feel about that? I wonder if we <laughs> live up... Uh, well, it scares me. It's scary, I, because I don't think we'll live up to the, you know, to the expectation of hitting a 100th episode. Um, I just I just hope it turns out better than my 100th. Oh, I think yeah. it turned out well. My hundredth was awesome, albeit expensive. I, and it was, but and it you know what? Me. It's one one of the least was. viewed uh, one of the least viewed episodes that that series. Weird. Eh, man. No one. No one can really like. I I don't even know what really antiquates like proper like what what something is is sure to be as far as like a, a surefire traffic fucking generator for videos it, that it's such a weird formula even even to this day for like the bigger fucking outlets and uh entities so i wouldn't really dour on it too much but anyway i just, just put giveaways man just put that you're doing giveaways on your video title and then don't give away shit but just put that <laughs> just put that you're doing a giveaway man people will tune in my twitch stream is going to be off the fucking charts i'm gonna be giving away all these codes and then not give away a single one what are they gonna do this isn't a kickstarter you can't do anything to me Oh, uh, man. man, man, you better bring some burn heel dog. Uh, oh, you all have just been afflicted with burn. How about that? Uh, how about them? Some fucking grapples some grape apples grapples. Damn, damn burns. What? So <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So yours truly, Georgia Boys X, um, was just in the middle of discussing how fucking gross and ridiculous the fact that, like, I, I have in front of me uh, M&M pecan pie flavored M&M's. Mm. Uh, Should be good, but not so much. They're not. 
they no. are. Yeah, I but pecan pie isn't really a big thing around here. Uh, however, the white candy corn, very mm, very delish. Very... Ugh. You have no taste. You're you're the same dude who's just like fucking down on my lime cucumber. You're down uh, on my yeah. salt vinegar. You apparently like eating the blandest things in the world and think they're delicious because that stuff's all gross and has no flavor. Uh, it all has wonderful. Like subtle flavor, classy flavor, if you will. The flavor is gross. Fine. It says right there on the packaging. This flavor is <laughs> gross. <laughs> oh, don't, really? Don't right, like, right above the nutritional facts. Warning. Yeah. The flavors you might experience within this product may be considered Soup, to be gross. Soup's gross, man. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> oh, dude. Whatever, man. What about like? Okay, you know what I think is gross? Anything that has like the like that fucking like a pizza flavor like when you're trying to capture like the artificial essence of za without actually like oh yeah deli- yeah. yeah that mm-hmm. shit's gross like i agree fucking... with that like like, like, like pizza flavored combos nah oh dude no way get that, get, get that shit get out of here fuck out of here with that <laughs> like or like pizza pretzels or pizza pringles what mm. what about my pizza pizza man i just little want caesar's? that shit yeah little caesar's little <laughs> How old is Little Caesars? Because I'm telling you right now, the only the only way those assholes have like stood the test of time serving shit on cardboard and then charging five dollars for it is because they charge five dollars for it. Five dollars, yeah, and it's always there. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I can go in real quick, get this huge two liter and this five dollar pizza, and then go listen to my ICP cassette tape in my car because <laughs> that, that that's the kind of life that you live if you're going to Little Caesars well, on a regular basis. Around these parts, the oldest, well, the 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 latest we've seen a pizza pizza or I see a little Caesars around here is like, like 14 years ago. Damn. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, they're around here. I want to choose my words wisely as to their location. Um, uh, ur- urban, urban, urban areas. Yeah, that's it. I sure I won't get in trouble by saying it that way. Will I? It depends it's, how heavy your air quotes are. Well, uh, dude, I, I, I basically did, I'm, they're over my head waving down an airplane. That's how big they are right now. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some huge air quotes. Um, dude. Yeah, nice. but you know, hey man, cheap pizza. It's all good. I mean, I, yeah, uh, I'll go, I'll, I'll go buy a tombstone throw in the oven. It ain't no you thing. You really can't go wrong with pizza. Bro, well, okay. Who the fuck eats pizza. tombstone anymore? Like, I mean, I'm <laughs> just saying like, it could be a red Baron, yeah, you know, like, I'm not being picky here. A Totino's, you know, party pizza, you know, if you oh, want to get Tony's. really crazy. It's Tony's, Tony's yeah. I can get I can get down with some Tony's, yeah. Now the right. trick is to get three of those pizzas. Get get the Supreme, get in the middle, get two cheeses, put those cheeses, one on the top, one on the bottom, make that shit into a pizza sandwich, and then just fold it in half and just go to town. Bro, like you don't you don't care about yourself buying frozen pizzas. You don't care. Just do it, man. Just eat what, it. But you put some boneless wings in there though. Oh yeah, 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 so yeah. You got yourself like a primo fucking ghetto calzone that will be some sure sauce, to give sauce, you some sausage links, some Bob Evans. I uh, will do breakfast pizza. I mean, just so we could, you know, kind of save yourself the trouble. Um, you can, you can throw in some of that. What, what's that fucking heartburn medicine, some halls or bismol. Yeah. Put that in oh, there. Too. Oh, put that uh, in halls there. Like is, uh... cut the middleman out. <laughs> if, if anything, Hulls will give you heartburn. I'll just throw that out there. 
You say halls like the cough drops? Yeah, that's what I mean, right? No, okay. Oh what's, my goodness, you're going to you're going to cough drops in it too? Oh man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Turns, what's the, what's that heartburn medicine? What's that okay, well, medicine that has like the Pepsid AD or something? There's like Rolades, Pepto. right? Yeah, Rolades. Also Tums. Tums. Um, that's what. Okay, yeah. Tums. Yeah, calciums. Tums in there. I yeah. I said Pepsid AD. It sounds like it's a fucking sci-fi movie or something. <laughs> you met AC, right? That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing, man. Like, I. And that is one thing I could talk to you all day about is friggin' heartburn medication because I'm kind of like the resident expert. You for, know, for some someone who who gets heartburn from water. Yeah. Oh. It's kind of one of those yeah. things. Yeah. It sucks. I. It's garbage. Up. Yeah, it's no good. I'm specifically. Oh. I specifically put that I'm an organ donor just so that way science can get a hold of my stomach. Like when I'm dead, because like, <laughs> dude, I, I've been apparently you've got the shit going on, right? Like, well, yeah, no, I've been told that the way I eat, like, you know, I should have the stomach lining of like a 60 year old man who's like been in a war and mm. I'm, I'm fine. I so and, basically they should be making fallout shelters out of your insides. I absolutely dude, you. All right. Sarah did it. He said the fucking word. Fall for Five. Well, he didn't say four, but fuck it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. This is welcome to the Fallout Forecast, where we four out your falls. And uh, <laughs> has anyone has anyone here actually played Fallout Four though? Uh, no. <laughs> so funny, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't touched it. Well, okay. Uh, so I'm actually doing, as I mentioned, a a late to the party feature on Fallout Three, and. Uh, I bought all the add-ons and everything too, and, and then found out later that I could have just gotten the Game of the Year edition, and I would have just yeah, had all four add-ons. That, that that would have saved you a little bit of money and time, sure. Well, it's like and the, the add-ons right? were like three bucks. Oh, okay. well, that's not terrible. That's not that bad. No, no man. Terrible. No, no, I just bought them physically, which also works because again, like I have no room to store fucking anything on, on yeah. my system. Yeah, so. the only the only way I'd probably play Fallout Four right now. Is if the mods were available on the consoles because I do really want that John Cena gun. I, I would definitely enjoy using that in the game. Um, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for that Drake right mod though, dude. We got if I don't get some hotline, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, with that dance. Mm. Yeah, dude. Like I'm telling you, they're they're memeing off right now. They're, if they're if they're if they don't make that the next Destiny dance, then they're doing something <laughs> wrong. That has to be the next dance in Destiny. Like I will pay you money for that to be my dance in Destiny. It has to be that one. <laughs> Has yes. to. Fuck that, dude. Let's just take it. Let's take it a step further. <laughs> let's Tony Hawk this bitch. Let's just get Drake in Destiny. Okay, I'm I'm on board. Yeah. He, uh, he just walks around. He just walks around the tower, just asking other guardians, you know, if they're okay, and you know, like just make sure they're all right, make sure they're taken care of. Um, yeah. and then like you can get an alternate skin where you can get the grassy Drake, like after the shooting, and then you can do mm-hmm. that. I'm down with that. Have you seen the picture of the weekend before he was? Uh, I guess the weekend, like how he looked before he had the dreadlocks and everything. <laughs> when he was Friday, he looks like he should have been Degrassi, Friday. man. Like that was oh. insane. Yeah, now he looked like a Wednesday man. He looked like middle of the week, dude. <laughs> it was kind of ridiculous. But yeah, family. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Da-da-da-da. Sarah, what? Sarah, mm-hmm. you've you've been you've been here. You've been a trooper, quiet through us. Uh, have you played Fallout Four? I'm just curious. No, come on. Come on, nah, this guy, this no. guy over here. Come I'll tell you on. what, man. I, I I know I know from from personal knowledge, Sayer. Are you taking a trip to to Europe? I, I feel like you should be like in some kind of like dance hall, 
with like some like I don't know dudes wearing black turtlenecks and red caps doing like Devo stuff. I don't know. No. Is, is that is that the music they play in Europe now? That's the music they play now, right? I I, I don't th- I don't think so. I think there's still a pretty big you know trance following out there, but mm. I think it's still house music. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I'm just basing all of my information from the movie Euro Trip. So if they've changed since then, I don't. Know. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just assuming. Yeah. Okay. What was I going to say? Oh, you know what I did play though. I I briefly played Fallout One. Wow. And uh, I up? couldn't couldn't figure out the controls, so I stopped. Dude, join. Yeah, me and Katie are both uh, playing Fallout Three, and we're we're both getting through that wasteland. Uh, making those choices um i i kind of wish i did buy the game of the year edition though instead of just do it i don't know i don't know because i i think the game of the year edition was also properly optimized for each cmi uh output for display because uh you can definitely tell that fallout 3 came out when component and like composite were like still the mainstays Mm -hmm. of the 360 because like uh, man, that screen tearing and clipping when any cutscene comes on is just like, whoa, you don't even know what to do right now. You don't know how to render this. You poor bastard. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I've been told by like several different sources that I do not have to play Fallout 3 to enjoy Fallout 4, but I still feel that I'm owed it because the last experience that I had with Fallout was New Vegas, and that game was shit. I, I couldn't even just... Like, it was like Skyrim. Did it, I, so I've told you. I've, I mean, I've talked before about my Bartholomew glitch with Skyrim, right? How like my AI companion just essentially perma glitched into like remaining with me through the entirety of the game. Like he's still there, and that <laughs> fucking dead file. Oh no. Oh that yeah, no, guy. no. It, it, okay, so I I experienced like the exact opposite to where I don't even remember. I think it was like the initial robot companion that you get near the beginning of New Vegas. And uh, at some point while traveling along like the terrain, he got caught on some geometry that I can only assume because I turned around and like a fucking parent losing its kid at the supermarket. Uh, they weren't there. And I just uh, saved Jason. 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 Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Um, and I, somehow or other, the game corrupted itself in a, in a way. I don't know if it was just necessarily uh just removing temporary game files or processing it in such a way um it just killed my companion like my companion was like just fucking gone i could not find my companion i could could have been there could have not i don't know but the game because you have to send your companion away by physically interacting with it um i just the game always recognized that i had a companion and i could not take on other companions and then near the end of the game i couldn't even finish it because like there are certain missions or you, you're not allowed to have a companion, but I had no way of sending mine who fucking died without knowing that they were dead away. Because every every uh, NPC that I interacted with uh, greeted me as if I had a companion with me. So, yeah, that was New Vegas. Let's hope that Fallout 3 doesn't lead to that and 4. You know, it's weird, though, is I haven't heard a lot of bugs. Not, not like, too many. It was actually, like, a, oh, infinite money bug! Exploit! Oh, get them caps! Get them caps! So, you know... It's not, it's kind of strange to see like positive come out of that. Cause I remember when Skyrim came out, holy shit, that thing was like held together by scotch tape. Fucking, it was bad. 
Anyway, Sir, we'll be playing it. Yeah. Soon. We'll be playing it. We'll, you're going to get your sweet Pip-Boy edition, right? No. Hmm. Yeah, good luck. Well, dude, I... You know that, what, though? That, I've, that I've been... Mm. I have been considering getting the anthology because Giant Bomb. That yeah, that mini nuke is kind of cool. It really is. Um, it wouldn't be a bad. It's a good price, really, for fifty bucks. It's really it's, not well. Well, Canadian. Bucks. I'm not sure. Seventy up that way. Okay, 70, it's fifty yeah. over this way. Um, it's not a bad deal. So what? What I, is included in that nuke? It's like all the Fallout games except for four. Everything yeah, but it, four, but with room for four. Yeah, correct. Yeah, oh. it has like. The, the, it has the Ultimate Edition of Vegas, the Game of the Year Edition of 3, uh, Tactics, and then Fallout 1 and 2. 1 and 2, yeah. Oh, dude, I want it. That's $50? It's not a bad deal. Yes. Nope. And, and, and the nuke's they're, kind, they're of, everywhere, it's yeah. kind of boss. That nuke's kind of boss. Mm. Dude. There's a button on it. You press the button and there's sounds and stuff. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, dude. All right. Fuck it. Sold. Bum, 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 sold bum. Me. Me, 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 me. <laughs> like, I'm sold. I want it. Yeah. All right. But anyway, I would really like I really like the Pit Boy because I have the collectors of three and the collectors of New Vegas, so it makes me kind of sad I didn't get the uh, the the Pit Boy. But it's just the what, demand, man. The demand I, uh, for that thing was nuts. I, I do have a Fallout Three lunchbox, so yeah. there is mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and and um, they did that. like the little Vault Boy, like little bobblehead. Yes, neither of which I yeah. paid for, so that's all cool. It's go. always fun. It's always good. Always good. I've been yeah. hearing a lot of people kind of play fallout for like it's a like it, it's been a really good couples game because of the pit boy uh, mechanics the fact that like you can have your significant other like heal you from the fucking pit boy app on your respective smartphone like that i don't know i find that neat especially you know in those dynamics where like you are in a relationship and the player uh, often has like the significant other watch or they they prefer watching instead of playing alongside you know i think that's kind of cool it's a very what's the term i don't have they... that luxury i wouldn't be the one playing at that point oh <laughs> yep yeah like the only way you could get her to probably help me play a game is if somehow uh it was like an app they had on the lifetime movie network and the app would like signal when I needed some assistance, and then she would stop watching the movie and help me out, and then go back to watching her lifetime movie. Wow, wait, yeah. wait to make Courtney hey, sound like hey. a. No, no, it's not oh. nothing bad. Oh. That's just what she's into, man. Like I, you know, I like games. She likes lifetime movies. You know, to each their own. <laughs> We're all nerdy about something. Oh no, dude, I'm. I wasn't making anything sound bad. It's just. I... You probably should. You probably should, though. I'm not saying you should. <laughs> Dude. Uh, it's not the best thing. Make up but, your yeah. mind, dog. Anyway, no, I, you know, I mean, let let's I, go ahead and uh, get to the outline of the show. So we're gonna sure we're gonna, we're gonna talk shop with some recent events, some news, if you will. Get some down and lifetime movies. Yeah, on, lifetime on, movies. Yeah, we sure, DVR. number one sort. Yeah, I mean, we'll let you know where to DVR Walker Texas Ranger at what time. Um, but anyway, no, we're gonna. Definitely talk about you're the one that you're the one that likes old old people candy, so you probably would be the one doing that. <laughs> Man, all right, Sarah, I did is old, there something old... wrong with me liking okay. candy corn? No, no, I love old style candy. Oh, Sarah, man. Oh, uh, no. I needed that. I needed Look, that. I'm that I, kind the, of candy the, hipster that the new stuff just doesn't do it for me. I so yeah. This it this took a turn I wasn't expecting. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly thought we'd be on the same page. I, I don't know so what it feels like to be on the other. Took a turn for the geriatric. <laughs> I, I I don't know what it's like to be on the other side of this argument. It, it's, a, it's such a new territory. Mm. 
I must go find someone to be on my side. Outlier. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes Sarah's the outlier, and then then Hold there's you with like. What did you just say? Well, outlier, outlier, outlier. 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 Okay. All right, man. Go. Hey, don't, yeah. don't turn this into a John Leguizamo thing. Oh right. my goodness! We'll, we'll man, stay please. away from the gift, the gift thing there. Yeah. Let's go back Dude. to the John. Too many syllables. Oh, I can't even say it now. No, I'm sorry. All right. I said it right <laughs> okay. this time, didn't I? John Leguizamo. You did. You did. Good job. I'm proud of you. Yeah. You've done, you, you've come a long way in these six, seven years, man. You really <laughs> have. It's not, it's not Leguizamo. <laughs> I didn't uh, say it like that. I said Leguizamo. And you're like, no, it's just. That's what not. I assumed, right? But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's just me. All right, man. All right. So, podcast. This fucking guy. So, yeah. PPR anyway. language cast. Jesus. Yeah, linguistics. Right? Yeah, well, you know, hey, there aren't too many linguistics podcasts out there, so we could... Uh, oh, yes, we're filling a niche. Nice. Yeah, we can do that. Fuck it. Anyway, so um, let's go ahead and, you know, just catch up on some stuff. So, so harmonics, uh, we're going to jump into news, by the way. After news, uh, what's in your console, and then our feature topic. So, on the news. So harmonics uh, was recently, and this isn't like I don't know. They didn't necessarily break any sort of rules, like within, I'd say, the integrity of the various uh, avenues that they use to review them. But it's definitely a question of integrity altogether. Um, we're caught giving perfect reviews to Rock Band Four in order to fluff its Metacritic score. I this kind of boils into like why Metacritic is more of a bad thing than it is a good thing, or at least I don't know. It's I even mean, worse when like companies get raises or bonuses based on their Metacritic score, because then you're basically just like stealing at that point. Like you're stealing money because your company, your publisher, whoever the you know whatever the case may be, will pay you more money if you hit a specific Metacritic score. You know what I mean? Like that that that's when it gets really super shady, but. No, you're right. I, I, I feel like Metacritic is just, especially the fact that they take reviews from, like, review outlets and then they take, like, you know, consumer reviews. Like, how was this, like, found out? Was this a consumer review that they found out? It wasn't through, like, a publication or anything, was it? No, it was through consumer reviews on Amazon as mm. well. Oh, man, I'm trying to review or remember where they uh, were all. Uh, I'll go ahead and find that out in just a moment. I have that here in my notes. Um, but yeah, between Amazon as well as, uh, I, I want to say, uh, steam, a lot of, a lot of, well, not steam shit. Um, another digital outlet, like just anywhere that they could essentially write reviews that got caught doing it. Um, I'll go ahead and find it out. And, and even then I, I want to say that that was the situation, but like harmonics has refused to, uh, really comment on the, the situation and i believe it was exactly what you have mentioned toast that like essentially uh okay yeah so they were all on amazon 
There was nothing mm-hmm. else. But yeah, it, it was one of the situations because Amazon is a proponent that does uh, filter out and uh, have its reviews uh, uh, essentially run up and aggregate as a part of a whole on Metacritic. So, and not only that, I, I want to say that the anomaly uh, of Amazon as far as like the user base uh, kind of it kind of affects that in where it it, it, it could be sadly worrisome worrisomely enough like can be easier pretty easy to do so i i don't know man it i almost kind of feel like that's something that's gone on but we've talked about this before where like the moment review scores hit and like studios like have to look at whether or not like the last two to three years of their livelihood are in jeopardy uh, the last two or three years of their work will jeopardize their livelihood, I should say. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, man, they weren't even subtle about it. It was straight like fucking five star reviews, <laughs> like tons of them, too. So um, and these were like the developers. This was like the studio of Harmonix, not because like I want to say Harmonix also does publishing as well. Like didn't they didn't they co-publish uh, fucking Fantasia or were they also developer there as well? For harmonics, no, they were the developer of that one. Yeah, for sure. Huh. Yeah, well, I think. Well, well, here's the thing about harmonics that really kind of worries me, especially with Rock Band coming out. Um, I know Mad Cats is co-publishing it, and Mad Cats pretty much came out and said, like, if Rock Band doesn't do well, like, they're kind of fucked. Like, like they, they're like Rock Band has to do well, and uh, and harmonics is already kind of in hot water because they did the uh, what's the rhythm game that they did on Kickstarter, Amplitude. Yeah, well, there weren't they also working on a, a rhythm-based shooter? Mm, they did that one, didn't they? Like something about the what night that, or um, something like that. I'll, I forget. I forget. Some, yeah. Something with night in the title, if I remember. Um, but yeah, they were working on Amplitude, and I never, yeah, I never really heard what happened off of that. It, it's really just the fact that it's a Kickstarter that should have been kind of delivering on new updates and, and content and honestly at this point the game probably should be out in some shape or form by now and it has it so for them to like do a kickstarter for a game and then it, it, it almost didn't get funded like they kind of were like to like the wire on the amplitude kickstarter and then they they got funded and then as soon as that was funded like okay but we're also gonna put out rock band we're also gonna put out this game too and it's like well what happened to your kickstarter like it just the things they're doing it just makes me wonder, like, where their head's at. And then this kind of move, also on top of that, makes me really wonder, like, you know, where's where's the leadership? You know, like, where's, like, the, the sense of direction for this developer? And I feel bad because I love harmonics. I love rock band. But, you know, we kind of talked about it when we talked about my review with Guitar Hero. I feel like harmonics and rock band are just kind of, like, stuck in this space where it's like, well, you guys already have the instruments. You already have the songs. Let's just keep on going with that. They're not making a lot of advances in the genre they just kind of want to stay where they're at and for them not to want to make those kind of moves and make some you know like they're taking the wrong kind of risks like they're doing things that are dumb like like you should be more like you should be smarter than that like you shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff it looks bad for you as a company you know it's just really bad decision making i just don't know who's in charge or who's taking care of all this but it seems like it's like one misdirection after the other and it's really kind of concerning so like, want, they're also working har- on that game as a developer to go away, but they're making some really bad choices. They're they're still they're working on that game, by the way, but they're getting assistance from Hidden Path Entertainment, which was the team that did work on Counter-Strike Global Offensive. It's called Chroma. It's a fucking free to play rhythm based first person shooter. 
Um, that was announced early this year. So Seems a little too niche to be a thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. And then, yeah, there's Amplitude and then Rock Band 4. And what was the other one that you mentioned that they were working on? I want it. Yeah. They, it's it, at this point, like it, it's kind of because like even anything that's been like non Guitar Hero or uh, rock band related because even then they did they did do uh, I want to say frequency or what was the one on PlayStation Two like what they first did that that couldn't be Amplitude is it or is it a remake of Amplitude? Uh, yeah, that was Amplitude. Yeah, there's a remake of Amplitude is what they're kickstarting right now. I want to say then, um, but yeah, aside from that, a lot of their uh, side ventures haven't been. Uh, all that too profitable or successful, and even then, Rock Band Four. Rock Band Four is looking all too familiar as far as like all those Rock Band Three sets that you kind of just saw like taking up residence on various shelves. So, but I, you know, that's a bit subjective because who knows like how well Guitar Hero Live is doing anyway. But uh, it's it's definitely not the barn burner that they were like fucking two years ago. If that, maybe even longer than that, you know? Yeah, I think it's been like five years since they had anything new come out in terms of those genres. Um, yeah, I just don't know if people really want to invest in that kind of stuff anymore with like the you know the hardware that has to come along with it and the DLC. I don't know. I like I'll be honest. Like I bought both as soon as they came out. I was really pumped about Rock Band coming back, and I you know I got Guitar Hero obviously. Um, and I mean, I've played guitar hero a little bit here and there since my review and I haven't touched rock band since I got it. Like I, I went in and just like kind of redownload some of the songs I had bought on my Xbox one. And that's as far as I've gotten, cause it's, it's like a party focused kind of game. I just don't have people coming over. So it just kind of sits, you know, it's, and there's know. no online, like that's the thing. No, to- no online multiplayer whatsoever for rock band at all. That's crazy, craziest thing, but I guess no one's really using it for that. But the fact that they don't even offer it seems like a really weird choice. Yeah, man. Like this is a year where Nintendo's doing online. Like you know, it's it's not exactly a, a wise route. Um, but still, if anything, yeah, that that does kind of not bode well for any of the other projects that they have going on because like. You know, just the fact that we were struggling to remember Chroma kind of, if anything, does set a tone for just how relevant or or what kind of like, I guess, anticipation it may have circulated. Like, I feel like people fucking forgot that it exists because they haven't outright come out and canceled it or anything. It's still in the works and like Harmonix still has it listed under like, you know, their uh, current projects that like they have underway at their studio. So I don't. I, I don't know. I just I did find that whole thing uh, really strange. Um, so another bit of news that I figured that we would also touch upon is, and I know we mention it in passing, like here and there, um, but this year, uh, and again, I remember last year it was done really well, but this year the Game Awards, which that's what they're just going to be ta- uh, titled, is just the Game Awards, um, and. I think this year is significantly different because like um, like Jeff Keighley is trying to go for like the production value from like the original VGAs and like, dude, I'm kind of afraid that he's 
going to regurgitate everything that was wrong with it. Because, like, as far as, like, the uh, Game Awards, it wasn't this private thing like last year to where it was streamed and it was just people involved with the industry. Uh, I think it's now going to be, like, a public thing or, if at the very least, uh, people who are outside the industry. And it's going to have fucking musical performances. Um, I really only recognize one of these fucking artists, which is Dead Mouse. Everything else is like, uh, what churches? The fuck it? C H V R churches, churches. That's not how you spell churches. Sure. And then, and they, then they, they must have just misspelled it. Like typed the wrong letter on the keyboard. You know, V is close to U, isn't it? Oh wait, no, it's not. Yeah. Never mind. Nah, not at all. <laughs> Never mind. I, I want to say churches. It's it's, it's close to each other in the alphabet, but not on a keyboard. Um, but yeah, and then DJ Wonderkind or Wonderkind. Mm. Um, so I I don't know how exactly um it's gonna pan out. I I do know that like they've already got the nominees out there, and uh, the nominees were uh, as far as the panel. That's involved with the judging. We also know that Kojima, Kojima-san, is going to be, you know, fucking hanging out there. Who knows? He might even make an announcement for, like, what life is going to be like for him post-Phantom Pain. Mm, um, interesting. Yeah, but, like, there, there's quite a few. Uh, quite a few nominees. And then Polygon's also contributed to uh, that stuff. As far as the Game of the Year uh, contenders, Bloodborne, Fallout 4, Phantom Pain, Mario Maker... And uh, Witcher Three: Wild Hunt. Yeah, just, I say Witcher definitely has to be on that list. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm surprised Batman been, didn't get on there. I guess maybe I, the PC debacle maybe kind of like curbed it to not be a contender. I'm <laughs> absolutely. I can tell you 100 reasons why Batman: Arkham Knight is not there. It is wildly disappointing. We should, huh. we should see the review on the site, man. I did not. I did not have a good. The, the best Asylum game is still. I'm sorry, Arkham game is Arkham Asylum. Asylum. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, so... Um, but, but have man. you played Star Wars Battlefront? Oh, dude. You can, you can we, use lightsabers and X-Wings. We'll have to talk about that in no. what's in your console, because like, sure. I, I have a lot of conflicting views on Battlefront and like what, what sort of fucking hobble of a game that it is. Um, but anyway... Yeah, man. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, well, we we do remember like our thoughts last year, like when Jeff Keighley finally steered it away from like Spike's influence and was able mm-hmm. to fucking run the show entirely his way. Because like the year before that, he had fucking like Jeff McHale like hosting with him, and you could you could see like the uncomfort on his face. Like Jeff was just not happy how the <laughs> yeah. entire thing. I, I don't I don't know if he's ever gone on. Either. Yeah, I don't know if he's gone on record to like elaborate on it, but like you could just tell he was he was quite the no no man about that whole thing. Um, but yeah, I I don't know, man. I'm kind of uh, I'm I'm kind of hopeful that this will be better than last year, but I kind of like like the low key uh, production that they had last year versus what they're trying to go because essentially now they're trying to do the spectacle. And the pageantry that like Spike did, but without like any of their yes men being involved with like the content, so to speak, of said spectacle. It's, it's mm-hmm. all gonna be Keely. And oh man, Keely Keely he has his he has his goods and he has his bad, so 
it probably depends on what he's doing or who he's working for at the time because he's kind of just like a guy for hire like for every one show that he does that's like you know his thing he'll he'll do like you know spots for like a specific game or developer like he'll do like a call of duty thing or whatever the case may be so yeah it's like i think it depends on what you know situation he's in like i I think he's he's good for the industry i think he has the right like the right i'm trying to think of the word like his heart's in the right place like he has the right intentions but i feel like sometimes depending on who he's working for like him being kind of a a public figure in the industry in terms of like the media coverage uh, of games because he worked on like you know uh, G G four and he's done other stuff after oh, that. Yeah, he's got a great voice for the industry. Yeah, I mean he, he, he is he is good. I mean he's a good interview, but I think just like depending on who he's working for at the time, kind of maybe you know gives him that reputation he has. Um, so there's there. there's people like that, like Victor Lucas. You know, like I think that guy is really cool for the industry, but you don't see him because he's that's all like uh that's EP that's know. Electric Playground. Vi- Victor Lucas comes off as super smarmy. Yeah, well, see, that, that, that's I, I really, Jeff Keeley though. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, you know it is I mean? kind like, of the they, same they, thing. They're good, for, they're I, good I, for the industry, I think, but I think sometimes they have a reputation, you know. I th- I don't know that they're especially great because they they come off as I don't know they they come off as like um, well, it's sort of like PC gamers how they consider themselves a master race. Yeah, they Maybe feel that they can say they can say everything and disparage anything that they want. Uh, and, and that they're infallible at, at every turn. I don't know that that's uh, that's maybe the uh, the kind of attitude that the industry really needs. Like I don't know, some something mm-hmm. about them really throws me off, and I I can't take their opinions at face value. And they say th- yeah. some things that are very off color, you know. So I, I don't know. I I can't really get behind either. But Let's here's my that. question for you guys. How, How many Dorito says- bags and Mountain Dews do you think <laughs> he's gonna have on stage of them? How many? Um, how many is is too many? I think is the question. Like, do you think that the that the threshold will be crossed? I don't, dude. I, I like I, Doritos. I, like, don't get me wrong. They're a bastard though, because I'm missing teeth, and they like to cut my gums. Ooh, yeah, that's not good. I really hope they do come out with the Mountain Dew flavored Dorito or the Dorito flavored Mountain Dew. Ooh, that yeah, that's in Japan so that's only, a, isn't it? That is a crossover worth investigating. Mm-hmm. All of them. They have to be everywhere now. No, those exist. <laughs> <Yeah>. They're just <laughs> in Japan. I think. I think they were like, yeah, they were like a like. I, I had heard people saying they were gonna like test it or like it was like some like markets were like getting it like you know to see if it would work and I don't know if it ever got released officially or not. No, man, but because just, like, I just the, as long as they're not like I, limited editions. People, yeah, because the story that <laughs> yeah. they don't want to tell you, <laughs> the story they don't want to tell you is that like that would lead to the prequel to Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh my goodness, so yeah, that's, that, that's how the outbreak starts. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, um, but so, we we can all agree that Adam, Adam Sessler is the man, right? Can we agree? Oh on yeah, that? absolutely. Right on. Like okay. he's like he's. You know, speaking of low key, dude's been pretty low key. I mean, he he was working on the Friday the Thirteenth like Kickstarter, or at least working to promote it. I don't know like how involved he is. Um, I don't even know if that Kickstarter made it. By the way, I think it did. It it, it did make it. Yeah, yeah. But like, he's been pretty low key in like what he's doing. Like especially like after he left Rev Three, because like I think he actually like in, I don't know how public he's been about it, but he he had a bit of a mental breakdown as far as like. The roles and expectations, like, man, it, it, like a lot of older personalities, like, and what they do. And I mean, even then, like, speaking of Jeff Keighley, like, the dude, you could tell he still loves what he does, but man, is he? He just, he's just so broken about it. Like, he's just so burnt. 
And well, I mean, like I think like that's kind of the unfortunately, you know, we see them as a personality, and you know, you like them, you don't like them, whatever the case may be. But you know, there's a lot of weight on their shoulders, especially being in the position they're in. Like they want to try to make games a credible you know, thing to be covered in the media, but at the same time, they're going to be seen by the media as like, kind of like, you know, like a flash in the pan, like corny corporate yeah, like, machinations. Like, it's just, it's not a legitimate thing. So you're kind of, they're kind of taking it from both sides. Like I do sympathize with people that cover games, you know, in that form, not necessarily just a website or um, like a podcast, but like on television, especially like with Keely being on spike TV of all channels. And then, you know, the craziness that happened with G4, like they're taking it from both sides. They're taking it from the media that doesn't think it's a legitimate thing for them to be covering. And then you have the people that, that want it to be legitimate and they don't think it, you know, it's just, it's, you can't win, you know, it's, it's a tricky position to be in. Um, and I feel like that's really why, like with this award show, it's good because it's going online. It's taking the approach of Nintendo direct. And that's what Nintendo direct. And maybe we'll go into that with the news. Nintendo direct is, interesting because they present it to the core audience that it's meant for they don't try to make a big stage show at e3 they don't try to make a big event like playstation experience they'll do these directs you know every few months and it goes online it gets streamed out you know through twitch and youtube and it goes to the core audience people that actually want that information are are tuning in to see it and i think that's a really smart move i think that's nintendo being smart They're, they're embracing the crowd and the community that they're supposed to and I think that's what they're trying to do with these award shows. Like it's going to the people that are meant to see it, not necessarily trying to be on TV, trying to get ads and you know commercials and all that shit. It, so it, 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 they're being smart finally. They're trying to like, you know, embrace what they can control and trying to not go and, and take on these other battles that they just can't win. Um, so it's it's smart, but you know, I know we're talking about news. I know Nintendo Direct's a big part of that, but I, I thought the correlation between Nintendo Directs and the game awards show is, is they're kind of similar, you know, and I think that's kind of interesting. That's kind of the approach they have now in this, uh, digital age with like Twitch and, and all these other forms of like streaming media content. I, I just wish they were a bit more friendly towards content creators who use their products within line of what they do mm-hmm. instead of just like, Nope, make a fucking mutton. Nope. You can't do that. Like this, like the way they try to monetize on like, Mario Maker of all things, which is like yeah. a community-driven game, but like, yeah, uh, it's it's definitely one of those scenarios. Do you, do you uh, think like that's that's like a practice that's been kind of instilled in them because of the fact like how microtransactions work, or like do you think it's just them as a company trying to like monetize it? I mean, like, well, um, as far as just the fact that like any any sort of uh ads that play basically in, in, in any opportunity in which they can take a share if not like a lion's share of any sort of revenue generated from like essentially exposing or well, otherwise you're, like, saying, you're saying like with like youtube videos and that sort of thing they've well, been kind of like criticized YouTube, for Twitch lately too oh okay i see mm-hmm. yeah so but like here's the thing though like even even with mario maker like which of course like that's a that's still a hot thing on youtube I, I feel like any no channel is safe. Like the moment like Mario Maker is tagged or mentioned in the title at all, like mm-hmm. it, it it I don't know. I feel like I feel like it it, it it it's almost like a a very deceptive ploy into generating more revenue. Because think about it, like it's a game that's deliberately geared and engineered for like 
outreach and interaction within a community, especially in a community that's by and large, like vastly founded upon like sharing interactions that involve the game in video form. So by essentially engineering and, and promoting to do such a thing with their game and then turning around and then taking like extra money that they can't, you know what I mean? Like that, uh, that's like the one really gross thing about Nintendo mm-hmm. that I'm not liking. Um, yeah. But let's not, I don't know. I don't want to dour too much because yeah, Nintendo direct. I think, I think it's about time we really get into that because uh, there's really no other news other than Fallout 4. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I the news is that people are playing Fallout Four is what you want to say. Yeah, dude, when you got to Fallout your four on some fours mm. with some outs well, and falls on falls and outs fours. Here's mm. an interesting news tidbit. Then speaking of Fallout Four, allegedly Pornhub's uh, traffic <laughs> significantly dropped the day that uh, that uh, Fallout Four did as well. It's no surprise, I'm sure. Well, I also like that. That's kind of a correlation. It's a, to... uh, a direct correlation. Well, 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 when when Pornhub was like the only site that you could get video of the game being played like early on before like the game came out officially, like people were like like pirating. I don't know if they pirated the game or like there's some footage of the game getting out there in the in the wild. And it's kind it of was, ironic, then, isn't it? <laughs> and it was on Pornhub, yeah. So maybe like unofficially, Bethesda has something in with like you know Pornhub. Maybe that maybe it's like a, a business relationship between these two. You know, mm, man, can you that, imagine? <laughs> I imagine, can't imagine like, it, especially like I mean, Steven Totillo just recently got became more public with like his blacklist or Kotaku's uh-huh. blacklisting uh, with Bethesda. Oh yeah, I read that. So yeah, and the fact that like that whole thing. I mean, that, I, I I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, I I'm not a fan of Kotaku's uh, reporting, especially when they're trying to get. I mean, I I get that they're trying to give information out to the public, and, and that's fine, but. Their, their methods, like, with, like, people being, like, sources and giving them, like, tips and all that stuff is just like, man, like, let some stuff be secret. Like, we don't always have to be sitting there trying to blow out, like, they're going to announce this on Friday, but we're, we're trying to get, you know, early information now. Like, you know, it's just, I, I don't think it's very tasteful. And now, granted, those companies have the right to say, well, we're not going to cover our stuff anymore because you're always leaking our announcements. But, I don't know, like, I, I, I don't... I can't side with either side. Like I get where they're coming from, from both directions, but just me personally, like I used to like when things were announced and they were a big surprise. And when they kind of constantly try to get these things leaked out and try to get the information beforehand, it just kind of defeats that purpose. And it's kind of a fucking bummer. Like they're, they're investigative journalism. I, I did the big airplane air quotes again for you guys. Just so you know, <laughs> down here. Yeah. I don't know. I just, at least, like, I, I maybe I'm, you know, showing my allegiance to one publication or the other one. I feel like with Lisa Polygon, they won't report on the first thing they get a tip on. Like, they are kind of like they try to find make make sure it's a credible source before they go and start reporting stuff, you know. But Kotaku's got to be the you know the website that gets it out there first. They got to be the first to you know report it. Um, I think when Patrick Klepik came on board, I thought maybe that would get a little bit better, but I don't know. I just that that site to me personally doesn't really do a great job of representing other sites and they're the most popular one so it's kind of unfortunate i wouldn't but, go as far as to say they're the most popular one i mean ign still rules that <laughs> roost but i think with kataka at least at least with kataka i feel like ign is very like ad driven and very like like you said with the, like you know like the the money you know that goes along with it and the advertising and all that stuff that goes along with it at least the kataka they seem to try to stay independent you know 
for the most part. Um, I don't know that, 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 that honestly could be a whole another conversation and discussion, but I just I know that you brought that up and I saw that myself today as well. Well, yeah, they do definitely try to remain. I mean, the whole time he considered or identified Kotaku as an independent uh, games journalism outlet, which I would say so too. I mean, it really just started out as a blog. Yeah, because I think IGN still is like, is are they still owned by Fox? Yes. And and Giant Bomb, I love Giant Bomb, but they're, they're owned by CBS C- along CBS. with GameSpot. Yep. Mm. So you know that's uh, that's what it is. <laughs> big big know? media. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, but anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, no. You know who we we are not absolutely not owned by big media. It's true. It is true. No, we're like PBS. We're owned by listeners and watchers like you. <laughs> from, from, from uh, what was this? I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for here. Just that muttering. My, my old brain is not working like I used to. Oh, oh, sir. From patrons like you. Oh, 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 sir. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, man, let's get let's get down on some Nintendo Direct. Sure. All right. So I I was not expecting the direction. Like I will say this is ba- this has been a pretty big direct, but I feel like it's multiple directs that um came out like into one big direct because of the situation with Iwata-san. So, like I don't know. I I enjoyed it, but I felt like this was stuff that they had under wraps, which a lot of it, a lot of it was just like additional content for existing stuff. So like, I don't know. How do you guys yeah. feel? Like I, I liked it. Um, yeah. Definitely. Especially with Splatoon. I did. They, they announced like two different stages for Splatoon um, along with some new weapon packs. And they did like a nice little trailer for that. Um, and then a few 3DS games like Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon, which came out of nowhere. Um, I, I'm surprised that Mystery Dungeon but, games but like did it really come out of nowhere like i've known of its existence i mean everyone's known of its existence but no one's really like worried about it coming out because it's not a yeah. regular pokemon game so people are like meh you know like usually when they do like the yes. pokemon mystery dungeon not, or the pokemon yeah. ranger games so they don't really have that kind of a following as compared to like the more traditional pokemon games i'm really not sure that i'd say that it came out of nowhere yeah but but, but it's definitely like off people's radar for sure <laughs> i mean yeah, it, yeah yeah like there's not a lot of people like super pumped about it um, Pokemon looks know. interesting. Pokemon does look pretty cool. I'm actually interested to see how that's going to play out because I know it's been testing in arcades in Japan, and also there's a few times it's actually made an appearance here in the states. Um, so it looks like it'd be kind of fun. Like I, 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 I didn't even get the Pokemon. Like I didn't get it until someone had to break it down, like in like very specific terms. Like it's a cross between Pokemon and Tekken, so it's called Pokemon, and I went. Oh, because I didn't get it at first. <laughs> like, Pokin's this fucking stupid name. Why are they calling it Pokin? And then they broke it down. I was like, oh. I was like, so that's lazy, but okay, I get it. Sure. Just makes me wonder why they're not doing the Tekken Cross Street Fighter game. It's like Ban- <laughs> Bandai <laughs> and Namco had all this time to do all these other games. They still haven't done the Tekken Cross Street Fighter game yet. Like, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Bro, yeah, that's uh... <laughs> That game's Dude. done. Yeah, that that's StarCraft Ghost. That yeah, is the StarCraft yeah, Ghost. I can definitely see that. Um but yeah, Pokemon looks good. Um I don't know. I, I guess like we'll eventually get to like the main thing, but 
Um, I think it was just like them reiterating that there's still games that they have out this year, but I think they definitely put a big focus on 2016. I mean, you got to admit, like they're putting a lot of effort into talking about Star Fox and talking about, you know, um, which man, can we can we talk about that? That's a big elephant in the room. Why the fuck? Mm. It was supposed to come out the end of this year. Like, I I don't I I just remember I remember it being playable at E3 and a lot of people didn't have the best things to say about it at E3. And I saw it at a conference shortly thereafter around August, September, and it definitely like I I could even tell not being a huge Star Fox fan, but kind of appreciating the series and kind of seeing the game like it looked great. But at the same time, using the gamepad and trying to do the controls, just it, something about it was off. Like it didn't feel well. It's being <sighs> made by Platinum, isn't it? Platinum, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're they're it's probably going to be good when it comes out, but uh, I'm sure that they feel that there's more work to be done, which is why. And I think that's a smart move. I don't think, and they're definitely playing it smart. Like that's why they didn't rush Zelda out this year. That's why they mm-hmm. you know pushed back Star Fox. They don't want to come out with just a series just because it's it's theirs. Like, hey, here's yeah. a new one. Like, they are trying to take the time to put it out and make it right. And that's good. You know, I think it's definitely the smart thing to do. But at the same time, you know, with the exception of Mario Maker, the Wii U titles that have been coming out this holiday and this year for the most part. Like, Splatoon really hit big and Mario Maker has been huge for them. Um, but, you know, there's stuff like Yoshi that's been kind of under the radar. Even though it's a great game, it's been kind of under the radar. And then you have stuff like Mario Tennis that people totally forgot was even coming out until now. Like, just all this random stuff that's just coming out. Like, oh, yeah, by the way, here's Mario Tennis. Here's Mario Party. Like, just all this random stuff kind of coming out. You're like, oh, okay, I guess. You know, but... Fuck it, can we all just agree that Nintendo, all they're really about now is Amiibos? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Dude. Hey, did anyone else notice, though, that Star Fox Zero has three zeros in the title? I didn't. Wait, what? So, like, it's it's spelled out zero, right? And then behind it is a zero, and in the zero is the uh, the kanji for for Rei or zero. <laughs> huh. On the on the cover art, you mean? Yeah. Zero. Not not gonna lie, that definitely that got past me. Um, There's three of them. Triforce. <laughs> It's uh, Illuminati confirmed. Oh, oh my God, Jesus! Yep, Star Fox Illuminati. It is, man. I just love how the fucking cover looks like he's a Muppet. I love that shit, man. Like <laughs> I, I'll buy that fucking game just because of the cover art, because he looks like a Muppet. I love that shit. Like I really do. Like OG Star Fox. Like OG, like Nintendo Power first Star Fox appearance kind yes. of stuff, man. I love that. Although um, I was a little disappointed that they're using like what sounds to be like a Star Fox 64 style soundtrack. I, I would give anything uh-huh. for them to like redo the original Star Fox soundtrack. It's so mm-hmm. good. Well, they I better mean, fucking have Amiibo support. That's all I'm going to say. Like there has to be. <laughs> there has to be. Because Falco's coming up here real soon. Now I got Fox. Yeah. I, and you know, what's weird too is. I don't know if I've noticed it lately, but I think Amiibo support is finally, like, I think they finally fine-tuned or are found. In terms of, like, availability, you mean, right? Yeah. Because, oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, because, like, I'm seeing Amiibo that I haven't seen in months, like, yeah. on the shelves now. They're they're easier to find, and, like, if you couldn't find them, like, I, I just got, buddy of mine hooked me up and got me a little Mac, so I, I finally got one of those, but... 
Yeah, I think they're. It's kind of funny. The ones you can't find now are the ones that were common when they were a big deal. Like, try going out now finding like a Donkey Kong or, you know, like yeah. something random like that. Like, those are hard to find now because they didn't have the, you know, the, I guess, the demand to re release them. So they're just not coming back out. Hmm. Kind That's of crazy. funny. Um, no, yeah. Somebody was mentioning that about <laughs> Samus. And I'm just like, really? Yeah. Yeah. The original yeah. Samus. Yeah. We haven't yep, seen her in forever. It's true. Kind of crazy. Huh. But yeah, but what else they announce? I mean, like... Um... Oh, dude, plenty. Like, Chi-Chi... Speaking of Amiibos, Chi-Chi Robo is going to get it, like, when they realize, oh, man, we can't convince anybody to buy this fucking game to get uh-huh. this Amiibo. Better, better sell it individually. And they've been doing that a lot. They've been, like, re-releasing those Amiibos individual, like, standalones, like the, like the green Yoshi, yarn Yoshi. They released that one as a separate purchase. You have to buy the game bundle with it. Um... Man, I'm trying to think what else they announced. I know there was... Uh, well, there's going to be the gold Mega Man coming up. Yeah, that's true. Oh, the Twilight Prince. I need the, I need the shit out of that gold Mega Man, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be probably something that definitely people would want. I was really excited about the Twilight Princess HD. If you're able to play yeah, you know, I'll, Wii U with a game, like a, like a, like a pro controller, it. that'd be awesome. Yep. I'll be okay with I'll, that. I'll play that, sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I that was the first game that I got for the original Wii, and I played it through the first dungeon, and then I went into like where it opens up, and then I just stopped. I never went back. To I it. just I was never a fan of the Wii remote control. Like I had to go out and specifically buy the GameCube version just so I could use a controller to play it. Yeah. So well, to yeah. Get so that with the better graphics and and you know and, the, and hopefully a better you know support for controllers. That's that's uh, kind of yeah. like what I was thinking. Is which one are they exactly like? Is it going to be the GameCube one? Because I feel like between the GameCube version and the Wii version, that's the one that nobody's really played. So, it, if anything... It's, it's also mirrored. Well, yeah, that's... Yeah, he's left-handed yeah. in the GameCube version. Well, that's He's always left-handed, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so the Wii version is mirrored, but still, uh, will it go back to that, I wonder? I, I would it, hope so. I, I, I wonder if they're going to offer that, just because, like, I can only imagine, like, people going back will be incredibly jarred at, like, oh, man, left is right, and right is left, and, like... Uh-huh. Fuck this! I'm done. <laughs> like, um, unless they just played the GameCube version. Well, yeah, but like I said, I mean, it was it was a beautiful storm of like a bunch of shit like coming uh, out for the Wii, and like, what better to push your new, really gimmicky like new concept system than with like an anticipated Zelda title that everybody's been waiting on, especially when like interest and relevancy within your dying fucking uh, previous console. Like, I, I don't know. I haven't met a lot of people who have played it on cube. I, I always wanted to buy it on cube and I really regret that I didn't. And mm-hmm. like it, it it's again, like I've, it's that, I've got it on the cube, but I've never played it on the cube. Yeah. I, I was going to do that and I have yet to get it. And what's funny is we were talking about doing a game club, like a games club of some sort for uh fucking twilight princess, just because I feel like, out of all the, I don't know, between that one and Skyward Sword, they were both like one of those random, I wouldn't say random, but they were, they weren't exactly uh, titles that were played. As much. I, I think that's when Zelda's kind of gotten to the point where it, it was no longer this phenomenon, but mm-hmm. uh, more or less like something for like the hardcore Nintendo folks. It's like, I, I don't know, I... I'm almost at the point where I've beaten Skyward Sword. I have not beaten Twilight Princess. In fact, I think I got halfway through it, and it just—it was one of those I, like 
Metroid Prime things where like yeah. I got to a certain point and just didn't finish it. I think a lot of people I know have had trouble playing either of those games all the way to completion. Like they'll play it and start it and get through it for a while, but they never seem to finish. Like the one I, the only one I've finished for sure is uh, Wind Waker, and and I've I've been around someone that finished Ocarina. I never actually beat it myself, but um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. Twilight Princess, I, I the, the weird thing about that whole thing is that obviously like with the HD version that's coming out, they're giving you that Wolf Link amiibo. And they said that the Wolf Link amiibo is going to be usable in the new Zelda game when that comes out in 2016. So it makes you kind of wonder. I know there's a lot of speculation. People are wondering like, well, is the new Zelda going to be somehow maybe like in that same like storyline with Twilight Princess? Are they linked somehow? Is that why you can use the Wolf Link Amiibo or is it like simply just some random like costume you get? Like like no one really knows for sure if that's something I, I they think that's a little probably, too presumptuous. They're probably, re- probably reading into it a little bit too much yeah. I'm assuming but but you know we've seen a lot of like you know a little bit of footage and a lot of screen captures from the new one and I don't know it just I could see them going I wouldn't say dark but I could say them going for a different a different style of Zelda game for sure with the new one. Um and then, of course, the whole thing with uh, Hyrule Warriors, um, how that's coming to the 3DS, and they're going to have, is it Linkle? Is that Linkle, man. Linkle. Oh, dude. Uh, that sweet deviant art OC character. I, I agree with a lot of people, though. I don't think they should have just made a new character. Just call call her Link. Just have a, you know, a female Link. Like, that's kind of what they're doing anyways. It doesn't necessarily have to be a new character in the universe. It doesn't have to be, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's obviously what they're going for, you know, but... I, no, no. <laughs> I I think it might diminish, like, or it might suggestively uh, bring about, like, criticism that, like, yeah, it's just a Link variant and, like, kind of take away. I don't know. I, I can see where they would go about it different ways. But, like, I, I'm cool on Linkle, man. I don't know about that name. But like that, yeah. that would yeah, be. That's what I'm saying. I, like the character, I'm excited about, but I'm not really like a big fan of the name. <laughs> names, names, kind of dumb. Yeah. Oh, but like, yeah, it's weird. I still stand beside what I said before. Change the I to a Y. <laughs> that would actually huh. be rad, right? I yeah. I am totally behind. It's that. Not a bad idea. I guess you kind of win both ways with that. Um, did you um? Do you see a lot on that, Sarah? Like the like the link, the Wolf Link amiibo and all that. We were kind of talking about it, like yes. how they they're gonna let you use the Wolf Link amiibo in the new Zelda on Wii U when that comes out. Yep. Oh yeah. Which I, uh, you know, I, I wonder how I'll get a second one to use it. But I <laughs> so that's that's mm-hmm. a problem for another day. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, you're gonna have to like break down and open one. Just open one. I've opened five. I haven't opened a single one yet. Sorry, I'm lying. I opened six. I've got oh, six man. opened ones. Imagine that. Yep, I haven't opened a single one. But they're also doubles that I bought. <laughs> so you're not going to open like a single one? Me? Except except for the ones that I buy another one for, yeah. Yeah, what about you, Andrew? Why aren't you buying any? What, Amiibos? No, well, opening, sorry. Oh, why am I not opening them? Because um, I don't play Wii U games, nerd. <laughs> Yeah, shit. Yeah, don't play that kitty shit. Get that out of here, man. I'm all about Come that on. duty. <laughs> Bro, get on my level. See my uh, KDR, man. Uh, now, um, yeah, no, to be honest with you, that is like legitimately the thing. Like, I buy Amiibos and I love them, um, but I have not used a single one. And I only maybe own a couple of games on the Wii U that support it. And I don't have any desire to really use the Amiibos for those games. Like, the only way I'd actually use an Amiibo in the game if it 
I guess it like if it like really unlocked something like really significant. Like I feel like it's all so like Super Mario Maker, for example, the eight bit Mario's can are the only things that can be. I, used I, to I actually I personally don't even have Mario Maker. I don't actually own that game. I I have yeah, Smash that's, that's, Mario Kart. Uh, I don't that's even have the first have thing Splatoon that comes to mind yet. when you say it, though, right? Well, yeah, saying. no, no. I, I think it has to unlock something very significant for me to yeah. get involved. Like I guess for me, like for example, if they did end up doing like the Ryu Amiibo. That one I'd probably o- end up opening up because I feel like if they had a Ryu that I could use in other Nintendo properties other than Smash, that would be really cool. And I think I'd probably be on board with that. But like, it has to be a significant, like, you can only get this by using this amiibo in this game. And I just feel like if it's just costumes and other random stuff, usually it's not a big deal. It'd have to be around a property that I'm really involved with, I guess, to, <coughs> excuse me, um, you know, to like be really important, I guess. Um, that Shovel Knight one, though. My Shovel Knight one I could probably Which, see because that, cause that unlocks important. co-op. So yeah. I could definitely see that. And still, I'm still like flabbergasted at the, sa- at the fact that fucking Yacht Club Games is entirely in charge of distribution on that thing. But I don't know, man. Like, more power to them. But there, there's some other stuff before we get to the biggins. I mean, we did definitely cover Star Fox Zero. Um, a few, like, 3DS titles to kind of close out the year. Like, Mario and Luigi, Paper Jam, um... I don't know if that one's coming out at the end of this year or if that's going to launch into 2016, which I know there's a loyal following for that. I completely forgot about Final Fantasy Explorers, and that game's been out in Japan for over a year. I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't see the need for that, but like, I mean, I guess that's going to be, I guess, something to kind of continue on that Crystal Chronicles type game play formula that that they kind of like what left with like the last crystal chronicles like spin-off title and then there was the crystal bears one and we yeah i don't know i i at this point i really don't know what square is doing with final fantasy titles that that aren't a part of the quote-unquote like main line and and even then that that comes into question itself but that's another topic but what about that fucking fire emblem plan and i know sarah You've already mentioned <laughs> that your... shit's fucking confusing, isn't it? <laughs> it it's getting yeah. to be a bit extreme, though, isn't it? That that's it. Okay, so this is all right. They Pokemon it in a way where like you get entirely different characters and a different story depending on which one you choose. But what I don't get is the third one. What the fuck is the third one for? Like a, it's like a, isn't like an epilogue or like a prequel or something weird. It's yeah, I think it's an epilogue. It takes yeah. what happened in both games and then gives you another story out of it, which and then you got to buy it. Oh, get it all. So, I remember once upon a time Nintendo tried to do that and then they thought better of it and they said, "That's fucking stupid. Let's not do it." And that was called Ages of the fucking Seasons. Oracle of Ages and Seasons. Yeah, Oracle of Ages, was... Oracle of Seasons. Yeah. What was the third Oracle game supposed to be? Oracle of uh Oracle what, of it doesn't matter ever. because yeah, why yeah. why would it like and, and like and the way that game did it was ingenious because they had a password system that even like yeah like that whole paradigm was genius because and they were completely different games that w- you could argue make up one big game like that's kind of the last time I've really seen Nintendo kind of you know take on this sort of thing and even though even then Capcom was involved in that affair this yeah. They're very vague, and that yeah. that kind of that kind of strikes a bit of concern because even then they also mention like you know because the game is available digitally, 
So it's at the point of purchase when you first start the game, you choose like which one you want, and then it becomes that game. Which I don't know. I feel like that whole thing is very strange because like what? How do they read each other? Or even like I I still they haven't really explained the epilogue and how it comes into fact. But I want to say it uses password systems, but. I don't know, man. That pricing system, because it's, what, $80 for all three? But if you yeah. buy it individually, like, that third one is $20? Mm. And I, and Something again, like that, yeah. And, and, yeah, and it's it's essentially like an add-on. Like, you cannot do anything, I guess, from with that epilogue without completing the fucking either one of the <sighs> other versions. Yeah, that's like you can buy for $20 if you buy the... Like, so, yeah, so weird. It's like buy both games for $40 each and the epilogue for $20 or buy the whole thing for $80. Well, and, and they have that set in Japan as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just the three games. But here, I mean, you're getting not only all three games, but I believe you're getting a carrying case and like an art book. <laughs> yeah. A bunch a of shit. Case. <laughs> a trapper keeper. How many of those two people need? All these special editions have stupid carrying cases in them. Uh, yeah, dude, like all the Atlas ones. Are you kidding me? Like, uh, do you know how many yeah. Persona carrying cases I have for my Vita now and how many decals I, I have like for my Vita? Four of each. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy. I, but, you know, it, it's it's weird to me because, like, there uh, here's another crazy one that they people have teased, like, or have spread rumors about that might happen on the next Direct. Um, there's rumors that this, like the eShop variant of this game, may also be playable on the Wii U eShop, and like it might come to Wii U. Ooh, I I would see that being cool, but like, I I don't I don't know because like with the the Wii U, like for all the Game Boy Advance and Game Boy games, it's handled as far mm. as like you know virtual console. It hasn't done anything DS at all. It could though. It could. Really it really could. could. I mean, they could easily. I think. In, Isn't it like, though? Put the infrastructure think... in. Maybe not. Maybe not easy. But I think if they had the, they have the means to do it. If they felt like but it was a worthwhile venture to the take. Two, the two Zelda DS games are going to Virtual Console. Which? Oh, really? Uh-huh. The Phantom Hourglass and yeah, Three Tracks. Tracks? Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Eshop Three DS or Eshop Wii U. Uh, yeah, eShop uh, or Wii U Virtual Console. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. When did that get I didn't announced? Uh, within the last couple of weeks, yeah. Uh, around the time, around remember... the time of Direct, yeah. Yeah, I Man, remember that, reading about that. 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 So those are going to be. It's, through, it's not I the think. first games that they like. They have the Advance Wars games as well, don't they? But those are the just the Game Boy Advance. Those are the ones. Game Boy Advance ones. That yeah, because there's oh, really right, only yeah. one DS Advance Wars, right? No, there's two. Two Days of Ruin and Dual Strike. Yeah, yeah, Dual and Strike being the original one, those, one. You can tell it's original because it uses Days of Ruin. Acronym. Not great. Yeah, mm, I hate that acronym. It's, yeah, I mean that's back when they're doing like all the DS stuff, like Ninja yeah. Gaiden, Dragon Sword, and yeah. I love that but, acronym, man. It's just, it's uh, it's it's fun, dumb. Fire Emblem, Dragon Shadow. <laughs> yep, okay, it's true, man. Let's keep Guilty going. Gear oh, oh, Dust yeah. Strikers. Come on. What else oh, you got? Dude, Come on. Hit, God, hit gotta up. get on that Dust Strikers. Dude, 3D drop distance. Uh, Dream drop oh. distance. Man. There we go. That was Sarah's like. Fuck you, Square. Breaking point. That was the breaking point <laughs> right there. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yeah I, I that, would like to see another Fire Emblem. It's kind of sad that team kind of did Codename Steam and then that they, they end up doing Codename Steam. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. I've never seen a Nintendo 
game really falter like that since and again it's not necessarily this is a comment on the entire property sir so not the ds game in general but chichi robo man because like even chichi robo like the very first one like garnered like little to no attention on the cube and yeah man it's it's not it, it's really not common for like nintendo games to falter yeah they should just do advanced wars honestly i think that should be their next like really big focus oh man remember battalion game. wars holy shit Oh no! Oh no! I didn't know that was they were related. Oh no! No, I take it back. No, the most okay. failed, like the most fucked up Nintendo first party game that like just died and no one ever talks about is Geist. Remember Geist? That was that was yeah. first party. I didn't know that. That was a first party Nintendo. Yikes. Who made that? That was Nintendo trying to get edgy. <laughs> <laughs> Check out this dude, man. He's on the cover. Is he? Uh, that that was that made by cover. Retro or? Yeah, I think it was, it was retro, actually. Yeah, that's why you don't hear about retro anymore. Yeah, no, you hear about re- well. Now they're doing fucking Donkey Kong Country, uh, right? Return. So you don't is retro about the ones retro. doing like the Just Metroid not... Freedom whatever fuck thing? <laughs> that's what it's Metroid called. whatever Metro- Freedom <laughs> fuck thing. Yeah, <laughs> I wish, dude. That, I'd that buy the thing. shit out of that. Can you imagine the amiibos? <laughs> yeah, oh standing fucking so, little Metroid dudes with shrugs, just going yeah. fuck it. We, okay, so we talked about Gold Mega Man 2, which, mm. all right. I'm down with I, it. I'm not down with it. That's so $50 weird. for the collector's edition, it's and all you so get with it is the game and the I, Gold Mega Man and some, like, postcards or perfectly something. Perfectly acceptable. I kind of wish it just got its own limited edition Mega Man Amiibo. Like, it dude, could at least have been a different pose. It could have been like, at least a different pose. It, it, I don't know, man. Like, now I feel like the amiibo thing is falling into one of the shittiest things about Skylanders. It's doing the Skylander trap where it's coming out with these variants. Mm-hmm. Like they, they tried that out with the Mario brothers line. And like, I, I, in my opinion, thankfully it didn't get all that much fanfare of either positive just, or negative. It was yeah. Just, I just remember like the gold Mario being a big deal. And I remember like hearing rumors about a silver Luigi that never happened. I would actually would have loved to have seen that silver Luigi if it would have come out. I'm dude, totally ambivalent towards it. It It's uh. just like when you, when, when like the amiibos themselves are already a commodity within themselves to like collect. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, so and it, it makes me sad. I, I don't think that three pack is ever coming back, but the Splatoon three pack, I think that's the right way to do it. They they oh, are it's... releasing the squid separately. They actually announced. Oh, okay. Because huh. I cannot yeah. find the squid separately. I mean, yeah. and uh, now they, they are going three pack separately. The three pack is everywhere up here. It, it can be nowadays. It's starting to come back around. But I cannot find. I can find all the separate Splatoon figures. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, dude. Splatoon yeah, and, and, they, me, and, but... they, and they said they're going to release the squid separately, which is a good move. I'm, I'm happy about that. I, see, like, doing shit like that, like, timed exclusives, like, you know, you can only get it this for mm-hmm. so long. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, Retailer exclusives, you know, that was a big deal there for a minute. You know that, what I really want them to release separately, really, is KK Slider. I don't want to yeah, dumb I agree with, that with it. Mm-hmm. I found right. KK Slider with the, oh, with the other two, yeah. Yeah, no, forget yeah. them. KK yeah, Slider, where's that? that? Yeah. Oh, they man. need to do a DJ KK. I, I got that that Tom Nook though, dog. Mm-hmm. I got it. Nook. I've got it. See, I I haven't crossed that that threshold, man. I I, I could I just kind of I'm like I like amiibos. I also but, got Mabel. 
I can't do the Animal Crossing ones. I'm just not too invested into that property. Uh, I like Animal Crossing. But they're Crossing so well fine. done, though. That's the they problem. are. They are amazing looking. They really are. And I, I like the game. I just can't say I like it enough to invest in the yeah. Amiibos, I I'm, guess. I'm not spending 80 bucks to get uh, the Digby and Isabel, though. Like, that's a little much. So, Oh, for the game itself? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, is that game out now? The Amiibo yeah. game? Yeah. Game yeah. Game it is. About a week ago. Yeah, I'm up over 60% of the Amiibo cards now. See, it's that's a, another thing I can't get into, man. The cards. Like, it's yeah, just, the it, cards. It, oh, once, no. it, once they started releasing the cards, I was like, me. all right, I'm good, guys. I can't even. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, getting I the Smash get stuff out. We'll be all right. Steam cards. Like, I've never. Like, if I could sell those back in some way. In, oh, you like in your inventory? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, it's so funny, too, because much like. Like, that game is so underwhelming in terms of, like, everybody... Like, the Amiibos and the cards are getting way more exposure and arguably making way more money back for Nintendo than that game. I guarantee it. It's yeah. Just... Well, I think also, I think, like, you're seeing a lot of them around now because I feel like it's doing the same thing that happens with Skylanders and Disney Infinity and all these other Toys to Life things. That they come out a little before the holidays and then they're like, they're, they're just, no one buys them because no one's paying attention. Then as soon as the holidays hit... And people start buying the systems and buying the games, then they're like impossible to find. So I think that's going to happen with this stuff too. Like we're seeing it a lot in the wild right now, but I think once the holidays hit really hard and people are getting their new stuff for the holidays, then I think you'll start seeing like, oh shit, you can't find the stuff right now. Where is it? Like that, that's, I, I kind of anticipate that because that's what's happened with Skylanders and Infinity and all that shit. Like as soon as it comes out, like it just kind of stays on shelves for a while and then it starts picking up. But, well, uh, aside from that, and again, we'll we'll definitely talk more about that. Like mm-hmm. after what's in your console, uh, fucking, let's see, really the only other big thing the that big came thing. out of the big thing, yeah, which is insane. I mean, so I can, can 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 I? This is like a little antidote, I guess. Um, please for this. So uh, I had this conversation with uh, James, who um, hasn't been on the show in a while, but you know he's. We still like making fun of him quite a bit, and I, I particularly liked uh, <laughs> giving giving him some shit for this because he gets really pissed off when you talk about this new character for Smash Brothers because he's like, this character has never appeared on a Nintendo game before. Why is he in the game now? It makes no sense. And then me, I, I, did, I did a little tip of the fedora to him and, and said, um, uh, no, sir, he has been in a Nintendo game. It's called Thea the Rhythm. Like he's been Ooh. in this game, and then and then oh. I slowly I slowly just kind of walked away because he knew in his mind that he had been bested by me, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it felt felt really good, like it felt amazing, and I just I, I like to think that maybe somewhere he's just kind of slowly, you know, kind of sobbing, you know, like he he's sleeping in bed right now, but he's kind of still crying, like he cried himself to sleep knowing that I was able to put him in his place. If you, if you listen really carefully, all you hear is kushu kushu. He's missed on the show, man. We miss his dumb, mm-hmm. fucking goofy ass. But like, he still like he still likes to bring up how he said I have a fat fuck face, and I I was like, well, that that was fun. You got that one by me when I was on the show the one time. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been under a lot of pressure, but hopefully we can get him back on the show soon. And or much not. like, fuck no, that guy. no, fuck, fuck that, that guy, guy. fuck him, okay, okay. Fuck that dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him. Katie's definitely gonna like. 
we we've got we'll, we'll we'll talk about that during the house clean. Sure. But yeah, anyway. But yes, no. I've been hearing that comment a lot actually, and I think <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It is like, dumb. I agree. I know. I know it is dumb. And it's like you know. I'm assuming this is the fan voted one, and obviously, can I be the one to say if no one knows that they're living under a rock? Cloud from Final Fantasy VII got put into the Smash Brothers roster um, as a DLC character, and I assume it's the fan voting. I assume it's the fan ballot. If I'm not okay. mistaken, but they never came out and officially said that. Not yeah. in the direct release. All right. So this is what I have a theory on. So uh-huh. here's where I can blow your fucking mind. What sure. if it's not? And like, that's, that's a fucked up thing. That's a fucked character. up thing. Like I was, they have that special like uh Nintendo direct in December and it's the last oh, smash yeah. related one they're doing. So yeah. And they have not come out and said, this is the fan ballot voting. Like it just, I honestly thought it would be shovel Knight because the amiibo coming out, like, well, that makes perfect sense. Just, Roll that fucker in Smash, and there you go. You got an amiibo for it. Um, yeah. yeah, they have not even come out and said if he's the fan voted one, which I'm sure Cloud was high on that list, anyways. Although, could um, I pause this for just a quick second? Sure. Uh, so we know that uh, Shovel Knight is being completely handled. The amiibo, anyways, is being completely handled mm-hmm. by a yacht club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you imagine a Play Arts amiibo from Square? That'd be fucking oh, sick. Fuck. That would right? be cool. Okay, oh, so. Yes. I mean, Can it's already I, happened. Skylanders doing Skylander slash Amiibo figures, so it could be not necessarily like a standard Amiibo. It could be like have the have the chip to do it, but then yeah. make it. Yeah, which which be... by the way, I, I just gotta say the Skylanders that were released for the Wii and the Wii U versions, they look like butts. They really they do. do. Oh, they're they do. not that bad. I oh, no, they they're are more, they're terrible. They, they, they're... Now compared to the standard that's been set by the Amiibo figures, let's that are be honest. Out, yeah. yeah, I agree with that completely. I definitely agree with that. I think it's mostly because they're more modeled to look like Skylanders than Amiibos. That's why, like, in terms of Skylander standards, they're high up there. But not even that, though, because I'm saying yeah. I'm looking at Superchargers right now. I have the Fiesta, like, the Halloween variant or whatever, and it looks kind of dope. Like, it looks kind of cool. But it's like, the detail of the, especially the uh, the Donkey Kong one, especially. Like, I remember seeing that in the packaging, I was like, ugh. Like, is this is this packaging that's just like on the cover and then like you actually open up the box and there's a different one in there? Is this just like a dummy one? Because uh, it didn't look good. Did not look good at all. I think my Donkey Kong looks fine. If anything, it's it's his weird like fucking Mike Tyson's mystery tracksuit that kind of like throws <laughs> me off, man. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. No, man, like well, his evil shit he's got going on. Yeah. yeah. But no, like the funny thing is I think you got Skyland. I think you got like Skylander goggles. Like, like you see things, they look really good. That's because you have so many Skylanders. You're not seeing it for what it truly looks like, man. Like, I'm not seeing the Skylander forest for the Amiibo yeah. trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're just oh, not seeing so it right that, now. That exactly. Oh, dude. Skylander goggles. It's a thing now. It's a thing now. <laughs> no, man, I've seen some fucking ugly Skylanders. Uh, that one, I, I wouldn't rate that one on my list. Um... How like, press, like what, what were you on about there? Yeah, uh, sorry. Host. What's up? What were we oh, what was I on about? Who knows, man? I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think, yeah, because like even Sakurai has like mentioned like, hey, man, we're going to do some a couple more tweaks and balances to smash like here mm-hmm. and now. But like he dude and like that guy nearly died developing these games. I think <sighs> this is going to be like smashes like because fa- like think about it they always push the fucking like they push that bar higher and higher and and if we if we can sit down and really talk about this for a Uh second like this game 
is the largest cro- like it's almost not even like it's bigger than Nintendo. I mean, you have yeah. Mega Man, Ryu, Pac-Man, Sonic, and now Cloud. Like you essentially have what may very well be like video game cultures like you you have pop you have T-Fury the game. Like you have pop culture mashups like everywhere mm-hmm. that's related like, yeah. like everything er- everything from their respective platforms like kind of all rolled up into one game. It's like you know when you have a game that has a bunch of guest characters or a bunch of like characters from like one platform. It's like oh this is like Smash Brothers but it's Sony's version or this is like Smash Brothers but it's this guy's version. Like it, it's you're right. It's like it's kind of like it's gone past just being a Nintendo property. Now it's like its own thing. It's like saying like this game's like Call of Duty but this is their twist. You know, like it's 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 become, it's become like its own genre almost now, like the guest character based fighting game, or or whatever you want to call it. Like it's its own genre nowadays. I think that's such a well known property. And Someone like, on some social net actually said, speaking of Sony All Stars Battle Royales, like aw. that moment when uh, when your game has a bigger Sony All Star than Sony All Stars. Yeah, ain't that fucked up, man. Even they couldn't get Cloud, man. They're fucking yeah. owned by Sony. <laughs> oh man, that. <laughs> that one burns, man. That one's a little deep. Um, I really like yeah, that's that a game. game. I like, like that that's game the worst too. part. Is that game was yeah, good? It was fun. I mean, it, it definitely just didn't have the. Well, the thing about Smash is you have to understand, like, it's not just supported by the fans that like the game, or like, you know, it, it's a fun like party game or whatever. Like that tournament scene is huge. The fact that they still play Smash Brothers GameCube at like big tournaments like Evo is insane to me. Like that game's still supported, it's still played, it's still competitive, and that's why I'm definitely not worried about the Wii U version going away anytime soon. Like even if they stop support on like new content, new characters, that game's going to be around for quite and, some time. And the, all the, the mods the that are being scene, done with Smash Brothers Brawl with Type M, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's it's insanity how that game still gets you know the the following it does. So you might not see another Smash Brothers for years, and it'd be okay. I think that's what they're kind of doing. I think they're getting enough characters and enough guests in the game to cement it as this game is is timeless. You know, it's something you can play for years and years and years, and you don't ever have to worry about being like old or out of date because it, it these characters are synonymous with their brands. Like Cloud and Final Fantasy VII is synonymous with Sony, Pac-Man, Sonic. I mean, dude, like they, they, that's kind of the, I don't know if that's like their main reason for doing that, but it kind of ensures that the game is like played for years from now and it will never get old because it, they just took characters that are iconic. And uh, yeah, dude, you remember those playground scuffles, Link versus Cloud? Fuck it, you can do it. You can yeah. do it now. It's yeah. a thing now. Yeah, absolutely. Like back when like everybody was just like, oh my gosh, Mario versus Sonic. Nah, man, this is like what I remember. It, it's just. And and I think it's a perfect opportunity too that like Nintendo sees and can capitalize upon, especially mm-hmm. the fact that like again it's also got a big amiibo. Like the one feature that I, I definitely want to organize or corral for the podcast, which like it, it was going strong for a bit, but I think it died down just because of like the fatigue and stress behind amiibo collecting. Yeah. But I mean, just like the amiibo metagame of Smash Brothers is probably, like, my favorite part about it. That you can mm-hmm. train the fuck out of, like... And essentially customize your amiibo with, like, the various customized uh, moves and, and sets that you can get with, like, your character. Then have an AI control it and, like, cockfight it against, like, somebody else's fucking amiibo. <laughs> hey, Sorry. He's I, a cock. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I wasn't gonna go there, but I'm glad I you know, did. but I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't not help myself. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. 
you mm-hmm. guys. I miss you guys. Aww. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's also. But again, like, very smart for them to like finish out the direct with that. Um, yeah. There's also one big one, and again, I feel like it didn't get enough publicity, and it it still has its like very dedicated uh, following. But Xenoblade Chronicles is coming out on the fourth. I just I feel like in in the in the same like time period as a fallout that game gets overlooked sadly yeah, uh, I, i'm sure I, it's i'm sure it's a great rpg but when you have a monster like fallout coming out like fuck trying to put out an rpg right now like if course. you're an rpg <laughs> don't even try coming if, out this year like just if, wait uh, man just wait did, didn't i hear that uh it's bigger than like the witcher and fallout 4 combined yeah, or something i, I heard i heard i heard the world like the map is massive and that's that's a big thing to take on Witcher because Witcher is like bigger than like GTA 5 Skyrim and all those um, that's insane Xenoblade looks Can't great wait, it, it looks like, really good but like I just feel like that hardcore market that has a Wii U and wants Xenoblade they're probably playing Fallout right now I mean I, I just I think like that's just like I, I know for me personally and I know um, uh, you know other people that play Destiny we talked about Destiny on the last show like fucking dude like the moment fallout came out destiny just dropped off like everyone that <laughs> uh, dude everyone that was playing destiny hardcore uh as soon as soon as fallout came out you're like well all right we'll see you guys next year <laughs> like if destiny was smart they like the release their, they released their first dlc pack like i don't know like maybe two months to the day that fallout came out so they know people may be getting close to being done by then like all right now our dlc is coming out here you go but yeah dude craziness well any i i'm still like i don't know we'll probably talk about that more even though none of us have are exactly playing it yet because like i know the thing about three that like i'm overwhelmed with is like how strong the end game is versus the main game and i don't know if that's necessarily the case with four uh but four four is essentially has a, a dynamic end game the same way that skyrim did and shit dude skyrim was big for like the first six months that it was released Four, four to me almost seems like people are getting really super invested in like now that they have these customization options where they can like build like their own like encampments or like their own like I, don't know, I guess like base of operations. Like I've seen people like you know have places where they put all their power armor and like this you know Jeff Grubb I saw was posting pictures of how he's getting like trying to get a complete pool table set like trying to get like all the you know all the balls for his billiards table like you know just like the most random shit but it's like that's what they're invested in like I'm trying to get all this stuff in this huge world to like you know this is my stuff this is my thing that i have and i feel like they're doing a lot of that and not even maybe even progressing the main story like it's just all about creating this world creating this like this you know i don't know like like, like their own house their own like life it's like it's, a sim-esque kind of approach to it. it's really strange it's very typical bethesda really when you think of it like as far back mm-hmm. as like uh mirror no wait hold on what's the Morrowind? Elder Scrolls Three, Morrowind, yeah, yeah, Morrowind. Mor- Morrowind was uh, was kind of where that sort of. Started. I mean, hundreds of hours, and you wouldn't even have to progress the main story. You just you're doing everything else in the world other than that, you know. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, aside from that, I can only imagine, especially like they they with like the fact that like Smash Brothers is getting its own direct. Like mm-hmm. I guarantee, like the big like twist is that Cloud was not the fan. That would one. be so crazy. Like that would be insane if they like they announced yeah. like the number one probably fan demanded character, and they're like, okay, he's in it, yeah, sure, but here's someone else. 
Like that that to me is exciting. Like that, that kind of makes yeah. me giddy. And I'll I'll be honest with you, when I watch that Nintendo Direct, I'm not a huge Final Fantasy Seven fan. Like I appreciate it, but I've never really played a whole bunch of it. And I like Cloud enough, I guess, but I'm not like the hardcore like dude that loses his shit. But just knowing that he got into Smash, like it's one of the few times when I'm sitting there watching something and I get out of my seat. Like I can't recall that many times I've gotten out of my seat from like just pure excitement of something being announced. That got announced. I knew how big of a deal that was. I'm like, no fucking way. Like how? I think how's this happen? You know, and like it just it was a cool moment. I'm glad that got literally no leak information or even speculation. Like people would say it's like a pipe dream, and for it to actually get announced and have no other like announcements before that to like hint at it. That's cool, man. I love those moments. Like, I wish yeah. we had more of those. Those exciting, like, holy shit moments. You just don't get that much anymore. So it was really cool as a fan to see that happen. You know, I'm not, like, super invested in the property. Just as a fan, knowing that it was something that was announced that people have wanted, like, that was cool. That was really, really cool. Well, um, I, if anything, the one thing I'll find funny is that the fan-voted character won't be able to live up to the oh, not even of Cloud. Those yeah. four characters. <laughs> like, here you guys go. Shantae or whatever. It's like, oh. You know, I I wouldn't mind it if Shantae got it too. That, that's kind of one people Fucking have been talking Gumby. about. <laughs> Gumby can get in it. Um, that that one armadillo from that Western <laughs> game or something. I really want Airzonk. Oh, it'll never happen. But he's Bubsy's coming for it. back, man. Maybe it'll be the ca- Bubsy. So did Bub? Okay, hold on. Did Bubsy on on Take Two on Steam Greenlight? Did that get greenlit? Is that a thing? I'm sure it probably and, will. After so many people have like ironically greenlit it, it's so <laughs> it weird probably though. Will. It still doesn't have. Not a lot of people know this, but Bubsy actually has an Atari Jaguar exclusive game that's kind of good. Actually, there was wasn't there like a Bubsy like like DS or 3DS game that's come out in the last like five years? Hold on a second though, like Bubsy wasn't that just Bubsy 3D? Like that game was garbage. No, no, no. Bubsy 3D is on PlayStation. There are three side-scrolling Bubsy games, Bubsy Genesis 1 ones. and Bubsy 2. There's uh-huh. Okay, Bubsy 1 is uh, clo- Claws Encounters of the Fur Kind. For some reason, I get it confused with Cool <laughs> Spot. I don't know why. Um, and then Bubsy for the Jaguar is Bubsy Furry Tales, which is based on fairy tales. And it uses the Bubsy 1 engine. And then Bubsy 2 is just Bubsy 2. And then there's Bubsy 3D. So there's technically four Bubsy games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Jaguar game... Because it's exclusive to Jaguar. That was, that was the Atari money hat. We got Bubsy. <laughs> yeah, man. Put him in Smash. That's what I'm saying, man. Let's get all these bases covered. Wasn't Zool pretty good, though? Yeah, Zool was great, but Zool was also let, available on everything let's else. Let's get the main character Splatterhouse true, in yeah. on this, man. Let's go. Dude, Rick? Yeah, let's get Rick in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. I'm, I can get down with that. Um, But anyway, let's go ahead and move on to what's in your console. Uh, sure. So that way we can then get... <laughs> Only took us two hours later, like two hours later. Um, no, but no, but trust me, it, it was that Nintendo Dark was cool. So I'm glad we got a chance to talk about it. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and go into what's in your console, and then we can get down with uh, our feature topic of most anticipated games of 2016. Uh, I I want to say this will be a short fucking what's in your console though. Yeah, For I me, so. it's I, I can guarantee you that.
Hey, Andrew. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, dude? How you doing? Uh, well, same old, same old, really. <laughs> ah, well. Ah, dude. Ah, what? How'd you do that? What happened? I, I tweaked something. I tweaked it. I think I tweaked Jeez. my elbow. God, oh, now it's the wrong kind ear... of tweak. It's these earbuds I wear. Like, I think I'm going to be working out, so I want to have the right earbuds to work out and run. But I end up just tripping over them and, and hurting myself like I just did. Yeah, you're subscribing to the wrong mm. kind of tweak there, pal. I mean, mm. speaking of earbuds, tweaked audio. Jesus. Tweaked audio. Dude, they're tangle free. Tangle free earbuds that come in seven different styles and colors. And not only that, they allow for mic'd and non mic'd versions. So that way you can use them anytime you're. I don't know, calling for a doctor because it sounds like you're in a lot of pain. Right now, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those, they, those cost way too much money, though. I, I don't think I could afford a, a pair of earbuds that don't tangle because they all do. They well, always tangle up. You know, dude, they are designed to sound great and they're really cool for just about anything you need them for is because they got noise-reducing design. So with all these sweet features, you'd be in luck because we currently have a code that you can use on tweakedaudio.com right now it's ppr you just got to type PPR. ppr and you'll be set from there it's easy enough hey sarah can you help me up man like i think i really hurt something i need some yeah, help man. Can you prop me up oh, please man. all right dude what happened get up man so you you, te- you tripped over these things yeah I, more like i fell over them i think <laughs> honestly man. i hurt myself pretty bad why don't you have any tweaked i mean they're compatible with ipods iphones and android devices so you really have no excuse i mean i guess but like you said there's a discount code but i mean Am I really going to save a lot, you think, with this? Because I, sure. I really can't afford... I, I, I honestly tear up all my earbuds, like, all the time. Well, 33% off with free shipping and a lifetime warranty? How could you afford not to, dude? <sighs> lifetime of warranty would be amazing because I'm very, very clumsy. And also, I, I live on a limited income because I buy way too many earbuds. So I need to buy <laughs> one ear, I need to buy one pair and be done. So I think this is the one I'm going to get. Man, go to www.tweakedaudio.com and get your shit sorted out. Yeah, dude, enter in the code PPR, and you can get 33% off some new earbuds. Uh, but before we do that, let's let's get you to the nearest emergency uh, care, yeah? Yeah, yeah, can we ice this? Thank you. Okay. What's in your console? All right, Andrew. What's jump, in jump, your console? Jump, jump, jump me right away. I haven't played yeah. anything since we last talked. Um, I mean, I, I played Destiny. <laughs> I played a little more Destiny. I, I definitely haven't invested as much time in Destiny as I would like. Um, right now, as we record, Iron Banner is going on again, and I haven't had a chance to jump in and play. Um, but I'm at that level where like, I really need to be doing the raid on hard to get the stuff to drop that I need. But then at the, I really think about it. I'm like, okay, I get that stuff to drop, and I get that. Then what? Like That's where Destiny is right now. They haven't made any mention of the new content. Like, like, you know, like at this point, they probably should have at least been announcing, like, here's when the new DLC comes out. And they haven't really made any mention of it yet. But doesn't and, it go back to what you said? Like, what would be the point? You know what I mean? Like, it, well, I feel that, like well, it'd be content well, that, would be largely That's a weird ignored. thing. And, and uh, I've listened to other podcasts and, and I've listened to Destiny specific podcasts that make mention of this. Bungie's really OK with just like, OK, like play our game for a bunch. And then when something else comes out, you'll go play that and then you'll come back later. Like, they're okay with it. They're not like World of Warcraft. We're like, oh, shit. Like, all these subscribers are leaving. Fuck, fuck, fuck. What do we do? Like, Destiny, or maybe just Bungie as a developer, is just kind of like, okay, like, we know other games are coming out. You're probably going to play Call of Duty when that comes out, or you're going to play, you know, Fallout. Okay. Like, we'll still have content. We'll still have stuff for you to do, but, like, 
you'll come back or, you know, you'll be around for the next thing. You know, like they're pretty confident that they bring people back. And I've done that. I, I played Destiny, you know, day one and didn't really get back into it until like, you know, the summer after. And then I got into it again and had all the new content to play. So it's, you know, Bungie's, I, I guess they're just OK with that. And that, that's cool. I mean, I guess they're not like super stressed out because they're not a subscription based game. But they'll understand that people are playing other stuff. So I think for them, it would probably help that they knew something was on the horizon. But yeah, you're right. They wouldn't necessarily need to get it out right now because who'd play it? You know, people are too wrapped up in everything else that's out. Um, but now I haven't played much. I've bought and I've picked up a lot of stuff. Like in the span of two weeks, I've picked up Black Ops 3, Battlefront, Fallout 4. Um, uh, shit, what else did I pick up? Um I mean, Halo, I think we talked about briefly on the last time that we recorded. Um, but I picked up a lot of these titles that have been coming out, and I just haven't had the time or really the desire to just jump into any one of them. Yeah, I think that's definitely going to be maybe after the holidays. I'll you know, play one here or there. Um, I do really want to play Battlefront because I liked the beta quite a bit. I know you have some words about Battlefront, but um, I have friends that are playing it, and they seem to really be excited about it. You know, So it's something I might jump into a little bit here and there on top of Destiny, but... Other than that, there isn't like one game I can really rule out as like this is the game I'm playing right now and we'll play for, you know, I just, the next couple weeks or whatever the case may be. Battlefront to me with how sparse it is and like how limited it, 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 it almost, it's, it's lim- almost it's, like it's, a free to play game. Limited, it's limited in the in the fact that like if you're doing any single player stuff or you're not playing with your friends, then yeah, it's very limited. It's like Destiny, in my opinion. And like there is content there for you if you're playing solo, but that's not why you play the game. Like you and they've advertised Battlefront as much. Like, you need to jump in with other people and play this, or else you're not going to get really that whole lot of enjoyment out of the game. And the game, like, the way it's it's out is, like, there is offline modes, but you wouldn't know it because they have no desire to advertise that stuff because they just know it's very limited. Um, and, you know, it's unfortunate because I think, like, the, the big thing with Battlefront is, like, playing as the heroes, like, playing as Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader. And as of right now, they only have six heroes. They're releasing more through DLC content, but just having only six seems a little sparse. Right. There's there's not a whole lot to really choose from, but they're fun. They're all unique and different. Like I got a chance to play like a little bit of everyone and played the emperor and really enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, That'd be the game. I would probably jump in with some friends. Good. Yeah. Um, Palpatine with his fucking lightning shit. Oh, Palpatine. I, I don't know, man. I want it because I really, really dug Battlefront, like the Gold original School. Battlefront. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And stuff. yeah, and then the beta looked great, but then like it does look good. It look it looks amazing. Like you have to give it to them. Like the graphics and the sound is fucking top notch in that game. Like that game looks and sounds absolutely amazing. But... I just feel like for a sixty dollar investment in something that I feel like still doesn't have everything that it needs. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like like the original had a campaign. <laughs> I That's mean, true. Had... I, I think lack of a campaign definitely hurts it. I agree with that for sure. Like they could have put the extra time and they had the budget, I'm sure, because it's fucking EA and it's fucking Star Wars. Like they had the budget to do a campaign. It would have been very easy. Uh, oh, not easy. I shouldn't say that because that seems wrong to say that. I think it would have been very, for them. It would have been very beneficial of them to do a, a, a campaign of some sorts and them not doing it really makes you wonder because even like Battlefield has campaigns, you know? like the other big multiplayer game that the company does, like even that has a campaign. So like, why not do one for Battlefront? It just seems like it definitely a very big missed opportunity for sure. We'll, we'll have to talk about it a little bit more on the next yeah. show. 
Yeah, um, after, after the, the Star Wars cast that we'll do for the movie or whatever. <laughs> I Hey, dude, I already got my tickets. Do you guys get I, tickets? Fuck, no, I have not. I do want to go see it, but I, I never bought tickets or Did anything. Did you hear so. about some asshole who spent over $2,400? I love that guy. Fucking, that guy is an American hero. <laughs> I assume he's from America. Yeah, he is an American hero. Yeah, good, good on him. If you got the money to spend, you're only going to see the seventh episode of Star Wars once the first time. Fuck it, spend the money. Like, have the theater all to yourself. Yeah, bravo. Dude. Kudos yeah. to that guy, man. That, that guy's my hero. Smart, smart. Wow. <laughs> Just like, th- that's the xenophobic fucking society that we've become to the point where like, no, other I, people I, ruin well, it. I, I, no, I think that, that, that's the kind of person that's so hardcore about something like Star Wars that he wants to experience it the way they want to experience. Like, they're they're creating a moment for themselves. Like, fuck it, man. If you've got the money to spend, might as well. Like I said, you're only going to see that movie one time, you know, the first time. And I'm sure that's a big deal for a lot of people. Like, I'm sure that people when saw episode one were, like, losing their minds, and then they saw episode one. <laughs> at, at, at the time, I'm sure they were really super pumped, you know? It, oh, dude. I just remember everybody, it was, like, the the absolute change in tone as I was a kid going in to see it from, like, waiting in line to, like, leaving the theater. Uh-huh. Oh, man. If Twitter was a thing. If Twitter was a thing at that time. Back then, yeah, yeah. Oh. But anyway. Um... Yeah, dude, I I've only really been playing three games, and I'll get into that in a bit. But like, Sarah, what's in your console, buddy? I know you've been getting down on Yuji Naka's uh, quote unquote magnum opus. <laughs> so <laughs> that sounds hilarious. No, it's a it's a heaping pile of shit. It Ooh. really is. Oh, it's terrible. What is this but, now? But uh, a uh, little game called Rodea Sky Soldier. Oh, uh, no. A game that I was personally super pumped for, super I was hyped too. for. <laughs> it's, it's I, so, I, I, I remember you got the oh tip off from, from uh, Francis. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's so bad. Like I oh can't play god. it. It's unplayable. It is an unplayable game. It is terrible. That's a shame. Mm. It's <laughs> that's a gosh darn shame. Gosh um, darn. Well, it is. Well, what it is. okay. So did you? And it's only the Wii U version, right? Uh, it, yes. it, came, it shipped with the Wii version on top of it, right? Like you got both. The, he, so no, he has a I review, got the review copy. copy. Okay, digitally. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah but so... I remember Yuji Naka fucking tweeted, "Please play the Wii version." <laughs> and, and I don't understand <laughs> oh. why. With motion control, maybe what? you think it would have been more enjoyable with motion control. Yeah, pr- probably. I'll bet you it okay. would work a lot better with motion controls. But you know, right, the barring the way. fact that I don't have the the actual Wii version, I couldn't tell you. Mm. I'm sorry to hear that, but anything else? Uh, well, actually, speaking of of Francis, um, he conscripted me to do another review over at HayWarePlayer.com. Uh, and actually, he he gave me dibs on this particular title because he he could think of no other person apparently better than me to to review it. And uh, it turned out to be what I am going to call right now uh, the best music game of the year. Whoa, interesting. And, that is Super Beat Zonic. I and see, I've never. What, what is this on? Like what? Yeah, is on PC. On on Vita. Well, hey, a music game on Vita. You don't say. Yeah, it's oh, it's so good. So okay, it's made by PM Studios. Yeah, and uh, for those of you not in the know, they are also responsible for a little game series which is wildly popular worldwide called DJ Max on PSP. Yes. Interesting. And, okay. I, I thought uh, it was, I thought it seemed similar. So like 
I saw this in the shops, right? And I'm like, Super Beats Zonic. It looks so generic, you know? Yeah. What's, what's uh, the DJ it, one on PSP, though, too? A DJ, well, kind of. I mean, kinda. DJ Max I mean, Fever. It, it had a decent cover on it, right? Something uh-huh. that would grab your attention. But, I mean, this one looked very generic, very slapdash, very um, not good, <laughs> just to just to take a, a glance at it, right? And so, you know, when, when I was given the opportunity to check it out, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll check it out, see what it's all about. Man. It, it's easily the best music game I've played in years. Even better than Hatsune Miku. Uh, it's probably the best since uh, DJ Max Fever, which came out ages ago. How much is it? Because I can only imagine that like, that's a fucking PSN game. Like, I do uh, not think it's, that No, it's actually a physical release. Huh. In the U.S., it's thirty nine ninety nine. In Canada, it's forty nine ninety nine. Oh, yeah, you were mentioning that you saw it in stores. Yeah. It's fucking... Dude, it's... Yeah, like, at this point, like, the Vita... The Vita is just fucking ground for like third party like niche dumps because like there's still mm. tons of like there's at least like three dungeon crawlers that are being hyped by like Exceed and Miss America. Yeah. Um, that I know of like there there is even Idea like, Factory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's if anything though. Speaking of which, that is something that you did remind me of. Fucking dude, Gravity Rush, or yeah, it is Gravity Rush. Yeah. Yeah, the physical release? The physical fucking remaster for PlayStation Mm -hmm. 4. Which, it's going to do something that I've been saying for fucking months now that the PlayStation 4 is completely capable of doing and is going to implement a lot of the touchpad control. Like that, and and let's be honest, that fucking touchpad's been like, just like the gamepad screen of the Wii U. Like, almost completely non-existent. It's been used more as a button. And they've been kind of doing that, though, with, like, Tearaway Unfolded and and now this. Like, they've been doing that a lot lately. I kind of hope they do it with Golden Abyss, man. That's a good Uncharted Mm. game. I'd rather see them do it with Killzone Mercenary if I had to pick. Uh, Anyway. I like uh, like Mercenary, man. That was a good game. It was all right. It was all right. Um, But, yeah, I... I'll, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's the. I'm I'm glad if anything, even though like they like they have confirmed like yeah the Vita is dead for new content. Like they're still supporting it for PlayStation Plus. Yeah. And other stuff. So. Yeah. One can only hope, but it's uh, forty bucks. Um, I'll I'll dude I'll check that out. Um, it's, it's sick. It's it plays a lot like DJ Max. There's both button and touchscreen controls, which makes it really intuitive, no matter how you want to play it. Uh, soundtrack isn't as good as dj max i haven't found a lady made star quality track yet um but and I'm, there's only a couple left for me to to unlock of the 59 tracks but uh but man the uh, the sounds and music in this game like there's a lot of korean uh a lot of japanese tunes a lot of english tunes which kind of surprised me as well um, and the gameplay itself is like it's radial. It's not like a bar that you uh, that you just kind of time your stuff to. It all comes from the center of the screen towards like an edge, where you either press buttons or or the touch screen to uh, to do it. So really intuitive, a lot of fun. The soundtrack is amazing, and uh, you know just because because of the fact that it's new music that I guarantee you will have never heard. Um, you know the human ear listens to stuff that's that's kind of off uh, off from what you're used to hearing. So. It's the kind of game that really sort of sticks with you in a in a great sort of way. So yeah, definitely, I would I would absolutely recommend Super Beat Zonic for all of its generic, uh, you know, packaging. Huh. I'll have to definitely check into that because like DJ, like I bought that one for PSP. I never really 
mess around with it, but it just feels like I, I already got the Persona dancing game on Vita like just recently. I haven't even touched it yet. Oh, so, like, God, I've been wanting I, to get I it. I kind of want to play that. Same here. The, yeah. Hmm. So, um, other than that, Sarah, anything else? Not much else. Just a bunch of stuff for Bullet Heaven, which you'll be seeing in future episodes soon. All right. Let's see. Fantastic. Well, I've been playing three games. I'll touch on them real quick. Um, one, I'm actually incredibly close to uh, 100%ing entirely, both in content and achievements. I'm five achievements away from getting all the achievements in it. And I did not think I would get this lost in this game, but considering how much I love the original, uh, you know, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. It's I saw, so I saw well your picture, done. man. Yeah, you got some hours in that. Yeah, I because like it would. I was playing it for review, and I just got lost in it because I've been playing that in Halo Five for review. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rise of the Tomb Raider, like it, it does one thing that I think the first one just couldn't do. It differentiates like the scenery and the world to where like it makes the world like so large. And again, it's probably the best open world like schematic that i've ever seen that uh, like essentially applies like light like mechanics and elements of uh metroidvania and it does so like in in such an intuitive way like just knowing that you'll be able to go back like the one thing that i that doesn't allow it to be metroidvania like entirely by definition is that a lot of the story sequence areas of the same world uh, are involved with like some sort of like cinematic spectacle or like huge uh, event that that affects the entire environment around it. So then when you try to go back to that backtracking, like you can't go through that route. So you have to fast travel in between the base camps, much like the first game. But as far as the combat and like the foraging and everything involved, it's it's definitely the same Tomb Raider like formula from the first one. It's just it's in, it's insanely improved, and even then narratively they do a really good job. Like that that fucking disconnect between like Laura going from like this meat creature to like this killing machine and her morality. They 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 revisit that in a really fluid way, and they apply some uh, old. Tomb Raider touches. The one thing that like I still kind of find weird, it's actually the area of the game that I'm lacking the last few achievements in. It's what replaced multiplayer from the first one are the uh, score attack mode and replay mode, which you can get card packs and these cards are essentially add, uh, they're, they're like a loadout of perks or um, essentially like uh, I would say modifiers for the game. Uh, that had a variety of different things anywhere from fucking armor to like silly shit like big head mode or, you know, Laura will leave a rainbow trail. Um, and it's also the game's way of charging microtransactions. Uh, however, you don't have to touch the microtransactions at all if you invest some good time. Like I, I bought over 300 cards with like in-game currency and I believe there's really like 400 cards. In fact, I may have actually already gotten every single card because that's the one thing um that's really cool about it and maybe that what fu- that's what fucks up their microtransaction is that um any of the in-game currency like for a lot of time you don't pull a lot of multiples like you can sell back multiples kind of like a trading card game but you don't you don't you, you pull quite a few new cards so i was able to get like 300 unique cards so i don't know i i i really fucking dig it like the fact that there's going to be a third one coming out and like 
what they were able to do with the narrative. Like, I don't know. If anything, it definitely scratches an itch that, like, Uncharted doesn't do. Um, but as far as the shooting and combat, it's, Uncharted is still better. Like, the mm-hmm. like I still hate that you can't blind fire in Tomb Raider. Like, I hate it so much. And then, like, the melee, where it was actually really shitty in the first game, they super changed it up and actually, like, made it, like, almost like, uh, like, I don't know if anybody's ever played that fucking Dirge of Cerberus game for uh, PlayStation 2, the Final Fantasy VII <laughs> spinoff. Yeah, yeah, but the melee is almost overpowered in this point, where, like, you can do a three-hit combo, and if you get a certain upgrade on your fucking climber's axe, like, it can cut through uh, armor. And I was playing on the pent-ultimate difficulty, like, the, the one right, up, like, below the hardest difficulty setting. So, I don't know. But it's it's really goddamn good. It's just, yeah, it came out at the worst time. It and, went right up against Fallout. Yeah, <laughs> that... Oh, and but like now, you, you made a comment right as you were starting to play it, like right when you picked it up. Um, you said that it's like maybe gonna surpass Uncharted as terms like like one of your favorite series. Do you think playing a bunch of it now, like going back to that, can you say that now, or like do you still think Uncharted's the better series, or do you like Uncharted more, or is Tomb Raider like doing more things now? With, with I that like type Uncharted more only because like. I, I feel like in terms of like the character portrayal and the character development, especially at this point, like what they did with like the characterization and narrative of Uncharted in three was amazing. Like it, it was definitely Last Crusade, but it, it and they followed up with it. And even then, as silly as it sounds, I mean, between the Uncharted like motion comics, comics, and then the PSP game, like Nathan Drake is a viable character. And then if you've seen any of the stuff they're doing with four. It, it it's good. It touches upon a lot of shit that I think Tomb Raider still struggles with. Um, I feel like there was a lot of times where like Laura didn't justify why she was doing it, other than the fact like you know this is for my fault. Fo- like in the in the first game, like oh fuck, I'm trapped on this island and I need to get off. And this one, I'm like, you know what? I've already killed so many before. Like I'll I'll just have to keep doing it because this is important to my father. Damn it! And like. She mentions her father maybe twice in the first game, but they they go about it in a way that's cohesive, but it's still like it's filler. Like I don't know, I I still really like it though, but no, I don't like it more than Uncharted. It's it's on that level though. Like gotcha. those are my two favorite games. Halo Five, um, the best Halo in terms of playability. Like I really like I. Hey, buddy. My cat is just oh, going no, crash. Nuts. Yeah, crash? crash is going. Yeah, I'm going after it. <laughs> he's going out. He's playing that fucking cat violin, that cat mandolin. Hey, hey, hey. come on. Ah. Anyway, um, yeah, the the new Spartan armor abilities, as far as like the rush and the jetpack, like they are so organic and intuitive to what you do in game that like I that it like three four three may have crafted one of the uh. I would say better shooters for, especially for the competitive shooting scene, which is exactly what they were going for. Um, and multiplayer with it is seamless. It's like, I, you know, it. I feel like it's weird, and, and maybe it might be fatigue over the Halo brand, but like, it's definitely one of the best games in the series. It definitely, like, it represents and symbolizes everything that's awesome about the game itself. But it fucking, I feel like it's getting the least amount of attention. Uh, I don't know, like, like it had like its hype for that first week, and then it died off. And like, a lot of people are talking shit on that campaign, and I still like I've already talked about this, but like, 
Uh, getting through it and beating it, I actually really like it. It's just, it's weird, because, like, even, like, at its most story-driven, Halo has never been too story-driven. And even in Reach, like, they didn't explore in the logs a whole lot or do any of that. Like, it was almost, like, a implied you know what i mean it had more of an implicit means of storytelling and then like if you wanted much like uh the way bungie is doing destiny you know what i mean as far as lore uh here though it's just it's like fucking lore bukkake like it's just it's everywhere Whoa. yeah so like it it's a little overwhelming especially if like this is like somebody's starting point and i think that's what what they were going for i'm like oh what if they never played any other halos and like there are times where they kind of humanize Master Chief too much. Master Chief is supposed to, is supposed to be a little like ambivalent, or I would I would say like a little apathetic, even sociopath like, where like duty is like all that matters, aside from like you know the fact you have to remind yourself, oh, there is a man in there. But they they really harp on that a lot with him and Cortana. It's interesting, but it's also weird for following the series. But I still recommend it. It it's really goddamn good, and I'll have more about it on my review. Uh, last game that I played before we jump into the feature topic, Undertale. And this is probably going to be like one of my favorite games of the year. It it has some of the best writing. Um, and I and again, for those who might be in the dark, which might be impossible because, uh, you know, aside from Fallout 4, like prior to Fallout 4, this was the game hype that everybody was on about. I would have to say it's like a new generation Earthbound in terms of characterization and narrative. Like I've never seen I've been hearing this a lot. Yeah. It, the writing is so good. Like, but it's good to the point where like, all right, earthbound for as good as it was, it was still like, it was very Miyazaki in like, well, I mean, we got the neutered earthbound. Of course. I mean, there's a lot of like what we'd consider risque adult elements, like in the Japanese, like mother series, but like, Undertale, like, touches upon everything. I mean, it touches upon, like, it makes, like, it has social commentary on, like, gender politics and equality, sex, fucking, like, social hierarchy. Like, it's all there and it's all done in a really ingenious way. It's, it's like if Earthbound and Steven Universe came together to make an adorably, like, fascinating game to look at and experience. And, like, it's especially insane. I'm, I'm playing through it uh, with the quote-unquote genocide route, and that's the big mechanic. You can play the game entirely two different ways. You can play it to where you kill everything, like a traditional RPG, and like the world and the story dynamically changes around those actions, or you can go through it without hurting or killing a single like individual. Now, the one thing is, is if you fuck up and you even hurt somebody once you are automatically set on the neutral path. You may be set on the general... I don't know. The, the neutral path is very ambiguous. It's not, like, I don't know. Um, but I will say, unlike, like, Mass Effect, like, the genocide route, from what I've seen on my playthrough versus what I've seen with, like, the pacifist route, it's nowhere near as interesting gameplay-wise. Story-wise, there's a lot of unique... Like, like the narrative is great, but the pacifist way of going about it, there's like way all these different complexities. Like for example, like before you're able to spare somebody, you go into your mercy options and you try different things. Like try talking to somebody or seeing like, you know, you try, you, you basically probe them, ask them what their favorite things are and you personalize with them. And then they forget that they want to kill you and then you can spare them. Like, and you do that all while defending their attacks in these mini games. 
while when you're genociding, you're just fighting them. You don't like why the fuck do you need to get to know anybody? You just need them dead. So I, I will say that like that's why everybody goes the path. It, it makes the game infinitely better. But I'm doing it because I, I want to get like the not so fun part out of the way. And plus, I hear I, I've read rumblings that it actually changes the pacifist route. Uh, and it adds additional content to it when you play it on your second run through directly after a genocide run through. But yeah, I like it's a shame to me that this is just on Steam. As stupid as that sounds, like this is a game. It, it's like the braid, you know what I mean? Where it it should come out to like large scale. Like this should be on Wii U. This should be on a bunch of different platforms. And Who's like the developer oh, on this one again? Um, it's a couple. They kickstarted it. Uh, hmm. It's Temi and Toby. Um, but yeah, it's, it's oh. fragile. Sorry. That's my fucking loud ass sub pump. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, it, sub- it's the new sub pump. Yeah. It's the new train. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. I, I record the podcast in my basement now. So I, I I'm right next to the sub pump. <laughs> oh, great. I love it. Now we have something else to have to worry about and mute. So there yep. you go. <laughs> No, but um, sorry. Um, I was gonna say. Um, I think that with its success, because definitely getting a lot of buzz, I could see someone like a uh, Nintendo or even Sony trying to embrace it because they they definitely want those indie games. So yeah. it could, it could go that way for sure, it especially should. Sony. I think Sony would grab it up really quick if they if they if they you know like this is an easy game for like mm-hmm. both the Vita and PlayStation Four. So I'm really surprised that it hasn't yet. I don't know if, but like, I don't know if the developers are consciously choosing not to do that. But like, it, it is most certainly like it. It is. I will call it the underdog of the year. Like, if this game, like, if Fallout Four wasn't a game that came out this year, like, we would know what game would be up there in the running. And, and it's like, I, I love that it's already being acknowledged in the Game Awards show. Like, it's already nominated a few times, actually. In fact, weirdly enough, I think it's nominated more than. Uh, fucking Arkham Knight. So, hey, again, that's how you know it's being done by journalists. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's all that's been in my console. Let's go ahead and jump into the future topic: our most anticipated games of 2016. Ooh. Yeah. Andrew, you sure. are the most excited about this whole thing. Or actually, no, fuck it, Sarah. Come on, man, come at me. Yeah, Sarah, you got you got a console that you purchased recently. Yeah, 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 you- man. What, what we got coming up in 2016? What's what, what's exciting? I think Star Fox is probably my most anticipated thing right now. Mm-hmm. If I'm honest, yeah, it looks yeah. really good. It has looked really impressive when I've seen it, and and I think you're right. I think having Platinum behind it is going to be pretty cool, because I think Platinum can at least take a series and really kind of, like, do... Like, like, like when they did Transformers, like, they'll take the thing that you like about that specific, like, franchise and just, like, all right, this is the game. That cool thing that happens in this, that's the whole game. Like, it's going to be awesome. So it's like, <laughs> Star Fox, like, let's fly around do cool shit. So... The addition of the uh, the new vehicles is pretty neat, too. 
And that I, and that's a that's a Star Fox two thing, right? Is that's why I've been hearing a lot of yeah the, the transforming legs. Yeah, yeah, Star yeah. Fox two is very much like it's it's a weird sci fi Zelda slash mm. like it, it <laughs> yeah. really is like when you get into like the levels, they become like these three D free roaming like fucking dungeon levels that you ma- mainly have to transform into like a mech assault vehicle to do. Um. I'm kind of on the fence too. Like, there's there's another game that's going to be coming out on PS4, and I don't have a PS4, but I've also already got the game, and that's Uncharted the uh, Thief's End. No, <laughs> I don't already have that. <laughs> Come oh, on, man. Uh, the, the the new remaster for Odin Sphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, Which I don't know how much farther they can remaster. What's funny is I, I think somebody actually did like a demake of it that they put on freeware, where you can play like an eight bit version. Mm-hmm. I heard of about uh, Odin Sphere. That sounds cool, but it just kind of makes I me mean, sad because I know VanillaWare, like they did, you know, Dragon's Crown, and I think that kind of like came and went, you know, and like I was really pumped mm-hmm. about that game, like it looks yeah. amazing. Which and, you know, it's it's also all it's also already in HD, like yeah, to get like it, the real high high end super crispy HD on mm-hmm. Odin Sphere would be great. But I mean, do you think maybe it just boils down to maybe like it'll look amazing? But I just remember that game. Like like the game aspects of it, like the way it looks, the way it. Well, the thing is, right, is that is is great, but it's like this: the game itself, like it's just it's just, it's the not game. It's something the that game I think itself, aged very well. <laughs> the game itself is kind of plagued with like some nasty slowdown. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, I think handle everything that's going on on the screen. Absolutely, especially I, the big, huge boss mo- like monster you have yeah. to take on. Can we talk yeah. about the shitty currency again? I know we've talked about it in the play play. <laughs> the alchemy the, they have to do. And, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. I, this is all bringing back it. memories of the play play. When, when I was playing that game the first time around ages ago, like that, that's that clicked with me. Like I, I understood how it worked and I and I got far. Um, the only reason I stopped playing is because I was playing the game, you know, five times over. I was on my fifth playthrough. So. Yeah, you're a monster. I, yeah. I don't know how you can do that. It's, it's good. It's like that's it, it really clicked with me. It resonated and I, I really, really loved it for what it was. Uh, so to have an enhanced version of that would be fantastic, and the extras look great. I just kind of wish VanillaWare could take their artistic style and, and embrace a different kind of setting that's not fantasy. Um, like, I would love, absolutely love, if they would take on, like, a sci-fi kind of genre, but with mm. their art style. Like, like almost no, like a Blade cool. Runner kind of game. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if it was, like, mechs or something like that? Yeah. Oh, actually... Didn't they talk about they're doing that? That's their next game, isn't well, yeah, it? Like a mech game? I want to say right. that I've heard something like that. Yeah. Holy shit. I don't know why that just all of a sudden just popped in my head. That's exactly what they're doing. They're doing like a mech game. That's their next thing. <laughs> so I'm like, man, if I was vanillaware, I'd do this. Oh, wait, they're already doing that. Never mind. Yeah, no, they exa- that's exactly what they're doing. I can't remember the title, but they're doing a like mech Oh, game. fuck, yes. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah I, I yep. remember completely what that is. Yeah, I, had that, I, that, forgot, um, I forgot that was happening. <laughs> that, that art direction with all the, uh, there was like a bunch of girls with like limbs that were yet to be attached to their bodies and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's oh, cool. Good, I'm, 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 I'm glad they're taking it into that direction because, I mean, I like the yes. fantasy stuff, but it's like, let's see them branch out and take that style somewhere it's, else. Uh, it's going to be called happening. 13 Sentinel. Mm-hmm. Right. 13 yes. Sentinel, Aegis, Aegis, Aegis. Agagagus. Aegis. Aegis Rim. Agus. There you yeah. go. Aegis. Pegasus. Peggy. Peggy 13. Peggy 18. <laughs> uh, did, uh, so is that a 2016 game? Because I definitely put that on my list because I'll, I'll yes. support and throw money at anything VanillaWare does. Yeah, those are both Hands 2016 down. games. Hands down. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. I'm in. 
my two i have quite a few there's a lot that i feel like it's weird everybody's been like so wrapped up in this holiday that like i feel like Maybe because 2015 is actually delivered, but unlike 2014, like I remember everybody was looking at 2015, like the Chilean miners were looking for freedom, man. Like they, they needed like we some need sort to be of free. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. From like the drought of 2014. But like, uh, 2015, I mean, sorry, 2016 has like quite a dude. Here, here's some heavy hitters. A lot of them coming out for PlayStation four. Yeah, uh, they're finally getting those titles that they've been needing for, like, the, you know, better part of this year. <laughs> I mean, for me, and I can go into specifics, there's one I don't think that, I, I think everybody forgot about, and, like, I also, it may not happen, who knows? I mean, only because it's a Kickstarter game, but, uh, dude, Uncharted 4, of course, A Thief's End, which uh-huh. probably will, hands down, be the prettiest game on PlayStation 4, especially from, I've seen, uh, of all the, re- like, released media of it. Uh, but the other one that's very, very close behind it, and we're going to do a play-play of, like, the episode that it has out so far, is Final Fantasy XV uh, is going to be fucking amazing. But also, Ukulele, man. Ukulele is going to scratch, like, an itch that, like, I've I've had since the Nintendo 64. And e- even, like, Mario Galaxy hasn't been able to really satisfy. Um, and I'm, I'm stoked on it. But, man, they're... A fucking ton of games like Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Halo Wars 2, fucking Bethesda Doom, which looked rough, but like I, you know, it's it's going to probably do something. Another Bethesda game that probably won't get the attention I think it deserves is uh, Dishonor 2, uh, Dark Souls 3, Crackdown 3, fucking there, there, there are so many, uh, but I think 2015 is definitely going to be the year of the PS4. There's also Street Fighter V, which they are... I still don't know if that's a timed exclusive or that is, like, a, like, hands down, a PlayStation exclusive. Because Well, no, because it's coming out on Steam, right? Yeah, it's, it's PC as well. Yeah, PS4, PC. Yeah, and, like... And, man, it... That one's looking better and better, but, like... I don't know. I feel like it's not going to make the impact that like Street Fighter 4 did. Only because like following Street Fighter 4, they had Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and I think whatever. And then there was fucking Street Fighter Cross Tekken. So when you take all that into account, I feel mm-hmm. like there's it, it's not exactly saturated, but like there's like Street Fighter 4 was lucky in the fact that it came and filled a gap. Like, but at the same time, four also did like I think it was not very consumer friendly in terms of the amounts of add-ons and, and expansions they made for the game. Yeah. I think five coming out and specifically saying this is a platform that we're establishing now, so the game will be out for a long time with no additional like iterations, like no new versions. It's just going to be five, but they're going to support it through new content like characters and balances and you know things like that. Like I think them establishing it as a platform, kind of like a League of Legends or you know, something more competitive. Like, that's what they're making that game into now. Like, it's strictly a competitive experience. It's an online, you know, tournament-based kind of thing. And I think that's... You're right. I think it won't have as huge of an appeal as Ford is, especially the fact that it's not going to be on all platforms. But I think for the for the niche, like, for, like, I guess, like, the, the demographic they're going after, like, it's going to be huge, I think, for the so fighting like, community. It, you think it'd be like a, like a Killer Instinct or... 
you know, and I think so. And I think that's why they're also like why Killer Instinct is Xbox One exclusive and PC. Like they, that that's that's the yeah. that's the market for those games now. It's not the people going and buying the sixty dollar game and saying, "Well, I'm gonna play this for a few times and then be done with it." Like it's for the the community. Like I'm almost surprised Street Fighter Five is not free to play because it, it really because Killer Instinct was that way. They were free to play technically, and you could buy all the characters or you could buy it. And get all the characters for this, like, you know, X well, amount of dollars. Tekken did that too, didn't it? Um, No, no, Dead or Alive just recently did that on the oh, new consoles, okay. like PS4 and Xbox One, where, like, you could, like, buy Core Fighters, which is, like, free to play for two characters, and you can buy additional characters. Or you can go out to the store and just buy, like, the whole thing for, like, you know, 40 bucks, like 60 season, bucks, whatever. Season pass or whatever. You, yeah, you essentially get all the stuff that you could have bought separately. But, like, they're giving you the option to buy it piecemeal because you may only want to play as one or two characters. And so buying the whole game for the other content doesn't seem like it's all that uh, consumer friendly because like you won't play with any of the other characters, but that's a weird, like I would still pay the full price just to know I had the access to all the other stuff if I wanted it. Right. Yeah. That's still the option is there. That's still a weird diagram, but like it's Mm -hmm. weirdly also been working. I think another two, like my big, I know Sarah has been very doubtful of one of them, but like, I, I feel it in, like, my prophetic heart of hearts. Like, this is going to be the thing that, like, <laughs> Sarah will actually take me up on. Like, all right, I'll check this out. And it's not that bad. Like, I'll I'll even settle for, it's not that bad. Is No Man's Sky. And that one's also heading, like, I, I can only imagine, like, the Game Awards is going to, like, showcase some additional gameplay footage and, like, show yeah. off even more stuff. Um, But that and then Horizon New Dawn, which, weirdly, mm. it disappears and then it comes back. But, like, man, like... Fucking robot dinosaurs. Hey, man, I'm just excited Gorilla Games is doing something not Killzone. Like, good on them. Yeah. Well, they sort of have to. Killzone is sort of nosed Yeah, Sh- Shadow like Fall did one. not. Yeah, it did not do well. <laughs> even even 2 and 3 weren't spectacular. No, and Shadow Fall was like a launch tile for PS4, and it still didn't, like, tread water very well. So, kind of a bummer. Man, didn't Knack do better than it? Maybe, but <laughs> yeah. even Knack was per... But, pretty like poorly received it seemed like mm-hmm. so you want to say like the entire the entire four uh playstation 4 lineup at launch kind of fell through a little Ugh. bit Ugh. yeah even not having infamous at launch was a weirdly weird thing like you all yeah. should have had infamous that was fun infamous second son was really cool you know what other like, game is kind of going to be kind of interesting when it comes out uh the new dsx Oh yeah, mankind, that, that, and that got pushed. Mankind to divided, yeah, oh, got pushed to August. Rough, but yep. you know, if it makes it better for it, then it's weird. I forget True. that you like Dave's X. It's not bad. Yeah, it's like Wii, the I one got... modern so, game so, that like. So, so, really yeah, I know. Likes. Such a strange game for Sarah I... to but I appreciate I actually, that. I actually picked up the Wii U version. Did you? Uh, did you ever play Alpha Protocol? I did not. I think you would dig Alpha Protocol if you like Deus Ex. I think so. I th- yeah. I think so. It, it, it's it's Obsidian Entertainment, so it's going to be kind of buggy. Mm-hmm. But fucked up and broken. Don't get it on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, maybe go PC if you can. Like get it super cheap on Steam one of these days. Oh yeah. Um, I I recommend it. It, it. It's cool because it gives you that like that freedom of choice, like how Deus Ex gives you like multiple ways to approach a situation. Yeah. It kind of does the same thing, but it, it's very it's a spy based, you know, like espionage game so i don't know how you feel about espionage but um it's it, it's a cool take like it's one of those games that's really overlooked i think it was actually kind of interesting how it it gave you freedom of like different decisions and choices you can use in the gameplay which i thought was kind of cool just kind of reminds me of deus ex um 
the two games that I'm actually spectacle, uh, like skeptical about. Uh, and I, I mean, I've talked about it on the last show. I won't go into it too much detail. And I know I've talked about off record. Mighty number no. nine also got pushed out mm-hmm. to next year. And then Mass Effect Andromeda, which I still don't know. Andromeda. Or Andromeda. God damn it. It's okay. Whatever. It's okay. Whatever, man. It's okay. We know. We know, George. It's fine. Hey, shut up. Uh, Andromeda, like, the, it, it, so it's supposed to take place in the same universe, but abandoned, like, Shepard. Entirely, so which they have to. I mean, like that that story was told. You know, I think, and I know that for N Seven Day they had a thing come out where they had Jennifer Hale as the voice of Shepard, kind of like more or less like passing the torch, like and kind of like saying like you know the, the Shepard thing's done. Here's the story now, but I don't know for sure, and I still haven't like I guess confirmed this, but I should probably look into it. I don't know if it's a prequel to the Mass Effect games or if it's like. After the events, I think it's after the events, like from what I've been hearing, it's after the events of three and it's kind of like as if the choice you made was the bad choice, which was like, I think, control. Like like, like, like the evil choice, I guess, for the ending was control. Um, It's supposed to be like based on like if that was what had happened after three. And this is kind of where they're picking it up. So it's interesting to see if that's going to be the case, because that still involves a lot of the Reaper stuff. Like, Reapers are still a big part of it. Um, Which is, you know, I, I don't mind moving on, like, or maybe if they can go, like, the 343 Halo route, where they can still contain, like, remnants of, like, the old antagonists. But yeah, just... but, like, with 343, they basically established Halo 4, 5, and I assume 6 as, like, their trilogy. Like, they already had the trilogy of Halo with Bungie, and then 4 was the beginning of 343's trilogy. Like, it still brings in elements from the original trilogy, but they're establishing and kind of creating their own, you know, story. Um, I think with Mass Effect, what I would have liked to have seen is not necessarily seeing what happened after the events of three is I would rather had more gone back to like when Earth was first or like when humans were first starting to come into the universe. Like, you know, finding out there was more there, like the Prometheans and is it Prometheans? Yeah. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Like that kind of stuff. Like, like they kind of touched on it with the from ashes DLC, but I would like to go even further past that. Like, like almost like an origins kind of thing. I think that would have been really interesting to see that happen in mass effect, but I don't know. It's, I guess if they do this, this way where it's after the events of three, if they can bring my save from the original three mass effect games into the new one, then that's oh, I cool. highly doubt it. I know, but if they could, I'd be so on board with that. Like you'd have to patch like, all the games to like allow you to up upload that or with, they'll do with backwards. Pro- well, with, with backwards compatibility on Xbox one, it's not unheard of. That is true. Uh, yeah. but man, that would be, there's a Microsoft money hat for you right there. Fuck. I, I buy in dude. I, I'd get, take my money. Yeah. To get all I can content, totally imagine it just being a questionnaire like that. They just do. Did you they, do this? Or would they, you rather have done and this? They, and they've been doing that. Even Witcher did that. So I, I, I get that, but still it's cool. It, it invests you in the story. I think more, bring in your personal take on everything that happened. Dude, so I'd be okay I think that. I'm about to buy into that Witcher questionnaire because man, the original Witcher is fucking rough. Dude, you're not you're not fucking lying. I even went back tried playing it earlier this year. <laughs> it I was is like, so bad. Like playing I can't... on that BioWare engine. Oh no. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. And I, oh, I really no. want to. I really want to because I'm just like I was you know, considering trying loved... to do some kind of like a Witcher retrospective before three came out. I started playing one. I was like, nope, fuck that. So I'm gonna read the books. That's what I did. I went <laughs> bottle the books. I was oh, like, I'll man. I can't play it. I have to read it. So before we go ahead and end the show let's pick our i mean you guys already know my number one anticipated 
I mean, uh, it especially with that last E three like trailer and showcase and like, dude, getting Troy Baker and Nolan North together. Yep, like, yep. come on, man, come on, get out of town with that. Really? Yeah. Ah, uh, I, I, if anything, my one like worry about it is like the absence of Amy Hennig. Like she just left. Like, but near- Neil Druckmann, though, man. Neil Druckmann, though. Yeah, Neil Druckmann, I I have faith in. Yes. So we can only hope, and, and and who knows? Hopefully, it's not like a death to one of my favorite like characters in in games today. Um, fuck, man. And then hopefully, uh, PlayStation Home Two. Oh fuck. And off. yeah, let's let's hope that <laughs> fucking comes out. I want to hit the share button and 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 somehow like share it. Only, only to be destroyed you know, somehow. I, I kind of wish that I actually fucked around with home a little longer before they killed it. Nah, I messed with it just enough to get like Street Fighter clothing in it. I was like, yeah, I'm done. It was I'm done. Boring. Yeah. Well, anyway, yep. we got Second Life for that. Sir, so you're going to go with Star Fox? Well, but- you know, I think I'll revise that a little. I'm, I'll am i be cautiously optimistic about um, Mighty Number no. 9. Huh. Like, the, yeah. The, uh, its progress hasn't exactly uh, inspired a lot of confidence on uh, yeah. on my part. Like I had it pre-ordered, and and I still I still do right, uh, and I'll probably you know pre-order a, a Wii U copy just to be able to play it because the other one's special edition. I'm not messing around with that, and it's on Xbox One, which I don't have. So cagey's getting cagey, um, man. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Um, I think Mighty Number no. Nine still is the most anticipated for me, but Star Fox Zero isn't very far behind. Twenty sixteen is going to be, a, and you know what's I think the most exciting thing about it is like after these holidays, I think everybody's going to be on board with some sort of next gen machine. Like yeah, it, yeah, yeah, this is year where people are jumping in. Absolutely, the fucking sales and like the accessibility has never been mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to know what mine is? Yes, because I have the right answer. Oh, oh! Please. I, I I have the right answer. I don't know why no one said this yet, but uh, it's uh, I'm gonna put an evoker to my head in 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 honor of one of my favorite games in the series and just say Persona. Oh, Persona oh, Five. Off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But then again, Persona. It's not even a solid release date for that. I mean, that could it, even be I think. I, I know, man. It's gotta be 2016 because they made such a big hoopla about it coming out this year, and then when they finally got the shit like going at Tokyo Game Show, they're like. Yeah, Persona, fuck yeah. Hey guys, it's coming out next year, sorry. <laughs> like you're at the very end. <laughs> oh man, or maybe <laughs> they'll Redis Sky Soldier it. That fucking oh, game, dude. Oh, that game was supposed to like that was announced. Alright, get this in your headspace real quick before we move on. Five years ago. Five yeah. years ago. That's why he's saying he should have just the... made another nights and just called it a day. Yeah, uh, well he couldn't because it's not it's not Sega at all. It's UG's fucking Just just make make me another Christmas yeah. nights, man, then we're good. Just do that. And I you still got... don't know why people like Rodea really Christmas like... Soldier. <laughs> Jesus, I really like the Wii fucking sequel. I don't mm. know why it's oh, man. Christmas it's so nights mixed. where it's at. Christmas nights, that, that shit's legit, right? Well, yeah. All That'll I gotta say is, like, like, I looked, I was playing it, and I was like, you know how you can tell this is a Yushinaka game because the the camera's fucking garbage. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. that is true. That is, that is something that you can't ever look past. Uh, dude, what about that Zelda 2016 tip, though? Why aren't we getting on uh-huh. that tip, dog? Because they haven't shown enough to really get me super excited one way or the other. Like, it looks yeah. cool. But the horses don't run into trees. Mm-mm, no, they don't. Uh, 
Actually, actually, I'll put another one in there. This is probably out of left field for anyone on the show, but I'm actually really, really looking forward to Overwatch. Dude, like same super, here. I was actually I played it. I played, I, it. I played it too. I'm in the beta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got to exchange information then. Um, because yep. like, oh, dude, that's so funny you mentioned that because I was thinking about mentioning it. I'm like, ah, uh, but it's, these... it's Blizzard making the Team Fortress game I want to play. Yes, and it's so easy. It's so much. It's so much. I would say. It, it's user friendly to play. The one thing that I hate about it, though, why are there so many snipers, bro? Um, but but there's a counter to that. The best thing about Overwatch, from what I've seen, from what I've played, it seems like every hero that you can choose, they they have an ability that's like super overpowered. But there's some way to counter it. There's some way to get around it. Like the balancing in that game seems like it is pretty good, um, so far. Um, but I the thing I like most about it is it's a Team Fortress game that I want to play. Um, because I, I, I just feel like each individual hero has like such a unique take that you can pick one that you really like, but you'll want to experiment with others. It's not just like the core, like, you know, I don't know, five or six, that you get in team fortress or whatever the number is. Um, and man, the Pixar just overall, like Pixar look and feel of it. Like to me, that's really kind of cool. Yeah, like, it, I think it's a smart move on Blizzard's part to take that kind of like turn on a shooter. Like, if they're going to do a genre that they're not really known for, like, doing it from that angle instead of, like, the normal shooter is a really smart move. The visuals are cr- fucking awesome, too, because it totally yeah. reminds me of, like, a Samurai 7 futuristic slash steampunk look. Like, I don't know. I, It's really pretty to look at. Yeah, Did I hear somewhere that it was console exclusive? No, 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 PC no console. PC. But, but the fact okay. that it is coming to consoles is a big deal for Blizzard. Oh, yeah. Only only not until Blizzard did Diablo have they done anything on consoles since like Lost Vikings and Rock and Roll Racing Man and Starcraft sixty four. Um, Starcraft sixty four, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Starcraft sixty four. Yeah, but, but, yeah, dude, Overwatch is on stuff. there Overwatch. too. Yeah, Overwatch Battleborn for me. Yeah, Battleborn man, I played that bait. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about that. Um, I ba- Battleborn. Okay, so that's all I can say is Battleborn. I guess. But, <laughs> all right. I can't yeah, say anything I... else other than that, but I can say Battle Battle Battleborn. 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 I'm, I'm trying to convey uh, convey my my feeling on the game without saying anything, so I'm not supposed to. I don't think, but uh, Battleborn. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Sure. There you go. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. And with that, I think we have reached episode end. Cool. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to Press Pause Radio, episode 98. We want to take this opportunity to thank everybody who donated for the extra life. Uh, this is our lowest performing extra life. However, it, the fact that it was able to perform nonetheless was great. And like, I got to revisit Chrono Trigger. Uh, rest assured, next year is definitely going to be more of a team effort. And you know what I'm going to do next year that everybody's told me? Do giveaways. Because apparently, you to feel I good about you, giving away giveaways. You, yeah. Giveaways, man. Just oh, put, it, put it in the description. Giving away codes, man. I don't say what codes are. They could be off the McDonald's thing I bought earlier today, man. Who wants a free McFlurry? There we <laughs> Check go. out the stream, guys. Check out the stream. <laughs> Canadian invention, as it turns out. Hey, man, I'm okay with that. I like McFlurries. There we go. I, I I will definitely try to put some effort into helping that time the, the the for next year. I feel bad I haven't done any streams with you the last few times you've done them for Extra Life. I will definitely be on. No, board. well, but but like I think hold what I want to organize. It, Whoever wants to listen to this, hold me to it. Call me an asshole if I don't do it. Tell me I don't care about kids if I don't do it or something. Like, <laughs> get, get me get me more involved. Man. I got but I gotta stop being such an asshole about this. No, I think next year we'll actually, like, if we plan it just right... Have a schedule set up and we'll stuff. We'll have a schedule set up to yeah. where we are physically 
together in doing it. I would, I'd like I'm willing to travel to like. That'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah, we Down. could do something. Um, but anyway, we want to thank everybody again. Um, we, if you want to find the podcast, you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Scatter Radio, uh, Spotify. Again, is in the works. It's coming soon. I just want to remind people to keep an eye out for that and SoundCloud. And you can find it on our website as well at PressPodgeRadio.com, along with our reviews, features, and videos, which you can also find on our YouTube page, as well as our Twitch streams, much like the Extra Life that we did. We'll be having other Twitch streams that I'm going to be setting up for both Mario Maker, now that I've got the streaming all set up and ready to go again. Uh, Mario Maker, uh, Burger Time, and other streams that we've talked about and announced. Uh, Also, upcoming Play Plays. Uh, we're going to do WWE 2K16, Yoshi's World, or Yoshi's Woolly World, Downwell, fucking, like, tons of stuff coming out, as well as, uh, we got a super play in the works for both Undertale, and I know we've been talking about it, but as soon as we can get a schedule down for fucking Persona, uh, for Golden, these assholes are going to try to convince me that it's something worth investing in. Oh, so good. <laughs> Still so, so good. good. Oh, so good. Hey, yeah. dude. I'm, uh, we'll, we gotta save it for the it, it, it should just come preload on every Vita that's the only reason why you it own really that system should, right yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you Jesus you guys All right. the truth. they're overselling it but who knows we'll get down to it but yeah you guys can check that out and also uh, next year we, we really want to make Game Fest a thing again and we can uh, get that scheduled within the uh, curator uh, page and Steam page that we've got for Press Pause but we're gonna get more integrated and finally our next show will be the Golden Zonkeys so we would like to have a listener category and you guys can just like fucking nominate. And then the one that gets nominated the most is just like the one we announced. Oh my God. Don't give You're giving them troll powers. You're giving them troll like powers. They're going to nominate like some flash game or something. Or Rodea Sky Soldier. Or yeah. I, g- hey, Sky what, Soldier. It. I, I guess it's their award to give. Then I guess it's whatever they want it to be. There you go. Well, why not? Well, who am I to say no? We'll so, just give them sarcastic titles. That's all. Yeah, yeah like, man, like yeah, super hot. Win this award, pff, blow raspberries and roll your eyes at it. Here, I guess the, the totally legit listener category, like mm-hmm. the totally in no way, shape, or form sarcastic award for this game yeah. goes to. Wow, we really are just a bunch of cynical assholes. We're assholes. Now. Yeah, we are. God damn it. Mm, it's um, I, I just want to make sure James doesn't trick us all into guessing or, or picking a game this year. <laughs> Because <laughs> you guys know what was our game of the year last year? Come on, like, is, is it kind of looking back on it now? Do you feel bad that we gave game of the year last year to Five Nights, Five Nights at Freddy's? Freddy's. Uh, I, I feel kind of bad about that, dude. And you know what? Five Nights. We didn't even talk about it. Five Nights at Freddy's is getting a fucking turn-based RPG. Okay, that actually sounds kind of cool. That might be neat. You guys I'll haven't seen it? I'll have to send you the trailers. It yeah, yeah. looks ridiculous. But then it a year before looked... that, didn't he like trick you into saying that Tomb Raider was better? I guess now in all, all things all things no, considered. No, no, no. I, guess I like... stand by the Tomb Raider one. Okay. I stand by the Tomb Raider. But yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's looking back, I'm like, uh Yeah. But then I, again, twenty fourteen, eh. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> but then again, you know, yeah. at the same time, like we didn't anticipate so many versions of the game coming out, right? Yeah, like after the fact, yeah, that's true. I'll give you that. Yeah, the, the fact that there'd be four of them in a year, within yeah. twelve months, and now yeah. there's a turn, there's a turn-based RPG. You guys, you need to see this. I'll have to send the trailer. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Show notes. Um, it's yeah, it's Freddy Knights or Faz Freddy. Or, fuck it. Like Freddy, Freddy Fazbear's world, like something world of JRPG, something that's stupid. I'll oh, put it in the fuck. show notes. Anyway, but yeah, aside from that, anything else there? You got Bullet Heaven wise? 
Yeah, we do. Uh, so basically, we're I'm I'm actually just about ready to uh, to drop one episode 140, which uh, that that'll happen before this even goes live. So head on over to YouTube to check that out. Galaxy the Dimensional. Um, we also have our first um, viewer funded review coming up uh, as well. Uh, and we have uh, another review in the pipeline from New Media. They've got their new uh, game, Steel Strider, available for Steam right now. Uh, we we got to we we were able to actually show it at Halifax Scramble in August, and it, it's pretty cool. So definitely check that out. But the review for that is actually coming very very soon. Uh, aside from that, I got my hands on Ghostblade finally. Uh, oh, that's out. Uh, it's been out for a while. Uh, I just haven't gotten mine because of mail issues. Uh, apparently, the German Post uh, will lose approximately 30 uh, copies out of about 800 that are being sent out. Yeah, Jesus. So that's that's garbage, and mine happened to be one of those. So anyways, I got uh, got a replacement, and uh, um, unfortunately, it's not going to have a score. Uh, it's going to be just a look at the game, and uh, the score is basically uh, a non-score because oh. uh, I'm affiliated with UCAS in a paid capacity. Well, that's integral of you. Transparency. Yeah. I like it, man. I love Good. it. Good guys there. Hey, so speed of reviews before we end off, you guys stay tuned for Halo 5, Transformers Devastation, as well as Life is Strange, uh, Sky Under Superchargers, and Rise of the Tomb Raider, and uh, that's about it. And then Superplay and Undertale and just all the other playplays. We've got a lot of stuff coming up before Golden Zonkeys. But until then... Um, what did, what did they say on Splatoon that I actually really like? I want to steal it. Oh, yeah. Oh, stay, no, stay fresh. fresh. <laughs> yeah, wait. You, I don't know who's... Fuck it. This is Georgie Boy's axe. Plagiarism is fucking overrated. It's for the birds. Plagiarism's overrated? It's overrated. I'm, I I guess. But, um, <laughs> I'm toast. But the I, thing believe is... in, I believe in ethics, I guess, or something. <laughs> and or do I? Is... <laughs> This is the original Sarah, and the thing is, is that it's still rated. Oh, 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 my car. All right. Good night. <laughs>